Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. That's where I want to be downtown. That's where the things come out tonight. Welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast, episode 113. So glad we made it. Time will never change. What the fuck are you doing? Well, you should be singing a Christmas, Christmas song or special. Yeah. Are we going on with downtown? We're doing downtown Abbey Start last week. I was thinking people week. a bit bored of Christmas already. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's Christmas. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Idle podcast, episode 113. We're going to tell you what this podcast is all about, but let's first do some introductions. And here tonight we have Greg. Ho, ho, ho. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. And Chris. And I wish it could be Christmas, Chris. Yeah. And Johnny. Feliz Navidad. So if you're a new listener, this is the perfect episode to start on. If you're an ongoing listener, welcome episode back. to start on. Just, sorry, thank you for that. I will be corrected all the way through the podcast. As you'll probably hear, I cannot speak properly. So, uh, correctly. This is ha- correctly, sorry. This is how we begin. Uh, we do something we like to call Slice of Light. For each week, we talk about uh, these three we guys. We used to call it Slice of Life, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Sleek of Light. Uh, each week, Christ. these three guys talk about the last week they've shared on this planet, wonderful planet Earth. And I will rate their stories out of the Tobrone scale of 1 to 10. At the end of the New Year's, they will be winning a Tobrone, whoever has had the best stories after that we'll be moving on to subjects and fun and colorful laughter all about christmas for hopefully and ups and downs and we will finish with the brown bear comedy club a wonderful place where you can say whatever you want and you will not be cancelled thank you maureen Lipman. so how is everybody all feeling good any housekeeping everyone feeling good and fresh Oh, I've got some housekeeping from weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, Ma- the Matrix film is called Matrix Resurrections. Uh, we did a little skit and I took the piss out of Barry saying, oh, you've got a speech impediment, sir. Because um, I thought he put an extra S on it. But apparently it is actually called Resurrections. Yeah. Okay. So if you're a new listener, just fast forward through that yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, anyone else got any other little bits they'd like to talk about? Or should we move nah, straight on? No, nah, I've got nothing, mate. Okay. So like I say, this is called Slice of Life. So I want to be finding out what you boys have been doing this week. And I'm going to start this week with... I started with you last week, I think, Johnny, didn't we? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we did. Let's start with... Greg this week. Yeah, let's get we mine out of the way. Greg. Let's go with Greg. So let's get mine out of the you way. Went, apparently last week you were talking about going to Ireland and flying a drone into a bride's face. So how was your <laughs> island trip? Um, I slept over, didn't I? Remember, well, after we did the podcast, we slept over, had a little sleepover, and I gave you a lift to the airport. We had a lovely yeah. chat, early morning chat. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember waking up thinking like, oh, who fucking decided to get married in fucking Ireland? So it was part of me that was like, uh, just that brief moment, I just couldn't be bothered to get out of bed. But by the time I'd got to the airport, checked all my stuff in, um, I, I took a bit of weed with me, and I was like, "Oh, because I asked the others if they'd if they'd managed if they'd driven because they'd driven over, they'd obviously gone to Fishguard or whatever." And yeah, did the sensible thing, drove over. If I if I drove, I would have. I know it's a mission to drive, but it's a safer bet. I would have thought, and you can take yeah, can smuggle shit easier, can't you? Uh, yeah, so that, I asked them. I said, oh, "I don't suppose you brought loads of weed with you to so the bride and groom because they they drove over a week in advance," and they're like, "No, no." And I thought, oh, "Okay, well, I may as well tr- tr- take a little bit. I take a lo- loose bit of green in my in my back pocket or something." Anyway, I decided to put it in my my uh, jacket. You know, my my the jacket I was going on about the perfect uh, lightweight um, rain jacket thing. I had that, and it had loads of just crap and stuff in the pocket. And I thought, oh, I'll just put it in with that because it looks like I've just forgotten about it. Just a shitty little bit in a cling film. Anyway, so I did that. So I went through the first departure gate, 
and they didn't ask for anything. I was like, okay, got all my COVID stuff ready. So I've done. I did a PCR test to go an NHS PCR test, and uh, and then I had my co- my vaccination stuff already. I've already got screenshots of that. Then I did my passenger locator form, the thing that I didn't bother doing when I came back from Amsterdam. So I was ticking all the boxes that I hadn't previously ticked before. Thought right, yeah. Okay, cool. So went to first departure gate. Then it's just like, oh, boarding pass. Yeah, cool. Flashed my boarding pass. Did that. Went straight through. I thought, okay, cool. I was like, what about all the COVID stuff? And I was like, okay, fair enough. So went up and then thought, okay, the customs bit for whatever. I'm going to get caught now with the weed or whatever. Then yeah, but as I said, I was ready for them to see it and go and just go. Oh, I didn't know it was there because only a couple of splits. Were. It doesn't look like I'm smuggling. It's not the great. I mean, it's not. A, I'm hardly Howard Marks, am I? Fucking? You look a starter. Huh? A starter smuggler getting used <laughs> yeah. to the game because that is a well-known fact. So, if you've only got a bit of drugs on you when you go through customs, they just go. <laughs> well, I, I don't think they're going to throw the book at you and like arrest you for, for for a spliff. Like I'll just go chuck it away then, chuck it away, and I'll get on the plane anyway. Chuck it away then. Chuck it away then. Doesn't matter. I got away with it. They didn't bother. They didn't see it or whatever. Didn't care. Uh, so I was through and I was like yeah okay excellent and I thought that I thought oh well, what about all the COVID stuff and I forget about all the fucking then they do a passport check later on don't they yeah. on the, the, the gate coming up so that's obviously where they do the fucking COVID thing which is a massive mistake so it gets well, that yeah. worst place, so I, so I, I was there two hours to spare I was like well we've got to be here two and a half hours before like, what's the fucking point in that? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done now. So I'm sending WhatsApp messages going like, hey, get the Guinness in, getting ready. Hey, get the Guinness in at the airport. Send it to the WhatsApp group. See you soon, guys. Hey, Fred, what about the uh, a trip to coming to pick me up from the airport Smug. and that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to, and yeah, going like, oh, I've got a bit of green with me, guys. Don't worry. Like, Glee. Uh, yeah, a spliff. Like, <laughs> they were like, oh, wow, yeah. Like I was going like, to feed the 5,000. Escobar. Bob Geldof. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then uh, so yes, yeah, and then went down to like your gates boarding. Thought, okay, cool. Went down there. Then, then this woman. Then oh right, okay. Then the woman. This woman comes up and is like, oh, can I just check your your COVID thing, please? Can I check your COVID thing, please? Okay, cool. Yep, get it ready. Uh, and then yeah, she came up, had a look at mine. And the thing is, this COVID thing, and I was a bit dubious about it, but it's an NHS one. It's an NHS test. I had to, I, I did it. Sent it off. Took two, three, two days, or whatever. Um, then I phoned up the number. Oh, no, I got my text. I get you get uh, you get the result by text. And I thought I was going to get like some sort of certificate thing, like I did with the antigen test. Um, but I didn't. It's just a text. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then they give you this code thing as well to to go into the website, put the code in, and then I think that's when you get something else. I think that's possibly when you get a certificate thing. But my code thing didn't work. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'd, sh- I was like, oh, well, surely the text will be good enough. Like, surely. Uh, <laughs> And um, so, yeah, I just had the text thing there, which says clearly, Greg Hickson, do 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 the date of your test, which you can see three days before. They've been quite laid back about this whole COVID thing, haven't they? Uh, Well, that's what they had before the last time leaving the country. I didn't have a problem. Uh, They didn't look at anything. Because you had no problem problem coming back from Amsterdam, did you? Uh, I had problems coming back from Amsterdam, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't have problems going out. That's what I'm saying. So I didn't think I was going to have, I had more stuff this time. I had three extra things prepared this time. So I didn't think I was going to have any problems. I, yeah, I thought the PCR thing was going to be the, yeah the last. Just of playing it. devil's advocate, but yeah. So the woman was like, "Oh, I don't think they're going to accept that." I was like, "What the fuck? I'm, I'm going to a wedding for fuck's sake! It's not. He's not going to get married again." Like, oh, so you should have uh, said. Do you want to fly the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Frank it's bollocks anyway. Because if if I was infected, they're that bothered. I would have infected everyone just being stood there anyway, like my, breathing out, shouting at people angrily. Like you're going to be like spitting out <laughs> loads of fucking COVID everywhere. So yeah, so I spat on everyone's face. No. Um, yeah, so the woman was like, uh, I don't think you're going to come. I was like, oh, fuck. And I was hoping she was going to go away and realise she, that she'd made a mistake or that, yeah, they can accept them. And then it, it soon dawned on me, like, no, that's not happening. 
And that, that, but the thing is, there was like 25 minutes for the fucking flight, and they've got these, they've got these pop up, not pop up, they've got a test thing there. So obviously, so, and she asked me, she goes, uh, so did, did you spend money on this? I was like, what does that fucking matter? It's a legit, it's a legitimate test. How is an NHS test not fucking, you know what I mean, not accepted? I don't understand. Um, she goes, did you, did you spend money? So, so you wanted me to spend money. So it's all about money. It's not about the validity of the test. It's about whether you've spent money, whether you're jumping through the hoops, giving all these fucking firms money or whoever's making money. Don't be the private medical firms or what? Well, it has to be. They're not accepting fucking NHS ones. Um, so yeah, so then had they told me that at the beginning, that's the thing I'm most pissed off about is that they, if they checked at the first departure gate, when I, you know I mean, two hours beforehand, and they go, right, because see your COVID stuff now. Oh, that's the wrong fucking one. You could have gone you to, the go to the test centre there now. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. Because I was there drinking Guinness, wasting time looking for fucking little aftershaves and that going, oh, I fancy some of the four little aftershave things. <laughs> and, and all that. You know what I mean, I could have been, I could have done the fucking test. Two hours worth of Guinness realized, to get your confidence up. So when I, I was just like, I didn't bother kicking off there, there and there. Like, so I thought, oh, maybe and then, so yeah, then I did a mad dash. I was like, well, maybe, maybe I could run and get a test done in time and then get back within. 25 minutes ran up the fucking thing got lost on the way back trying to find the, like where to get back to where all the you have to get to the aftershave bit and all that and then fight. I couldn't find that I kept running to the wrong gates and I was, so I was losing time already and I was like fuck's sake shouting at people where's the fucking thingy then ran back through got to down to the the bit where you come through the customs bit where I'd got cert where you get With searched Guinness down your bib <laughs> yeah and uh, and then I was in the wrong bit and I was like I just want to get out because that's the way I came in <laughs> and they go no if you want to get out you've got to go oh, to no. gate 20 you can't come out in I was like fuck's sake so I realised well there's no point I'm not going to make it there's no way I'm getting the test done now so I've just given up I was like well I'm, I'm not the only choice now I've got is to go to Ryanair and go fuck you lot I mean, fuck them even. This is not my fault. I've got insurance. I'll book me another ticket. I'll get the fucking test. And I could have got a flight later on. Uh, And then they were like, "Uh, yeah, now you've got to go and wait Terminal 20. And then there's a phone here you can use to phone Ryanair. They wanted rid of you, Straight through to O2. And I was like, well, this isn't fucking working. And he's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, your mate's wedding. Yeah, oh, God, man. Yeah, Yeah, you should probably probably tell him you can't come. (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, you reckon, mate? Oh, thanks for that advice. That's, I feel better now. No, I, I didn't know what to do myself. Now you Did you save advice, the number? Like, you could ring yeah. about and other, then other, other problems. Fucking, no, they're badly. They're fucking. One of them's going to get stabbed. Because like, uh, <laughs> someone, someone, like someone with a more fragile temperament than myself. Mate, yeah, like, so what are you going to stab him down the receiver? I, honestly, I've never been so fucking. I, I shook. I was shaking, trembling with ang- like anger and like. I've never been that angry like that fucking but hopeless as well because like, I can't do if I do anything I'm going to get shot enter Inspector Beadle there's people there's people with fucking guns here and I've done I, and I don't when I'm really angry or like fucking pissed and stuff like that in and Spain two or I, three Guinnesses I'll, down yeah, on an yeah, empty tum tum yeah, I don't care about guns and I'll just be like yeah I would have ended up getting shot I'll just be like what the fuck you and then some dickheads get put on the floor going I ain't done nothing some yeah trigger happy prick at the airport would have shot me I just imagine you running out you know going I'm going anyway. Burst of butt and running down, and the plane's not there. Like, like, like he's trying to leave Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Liar, liar. <laughs> onto the runway. Uh, well, luckily you didn't check. Your, you didn't prick. check your luggage in, did you? Which so is that was, lucky. No, yeah, and then yes, yeah, so that was one yeah, was bonus. Then the so that guy goes, yeah, you should ring your mate. It's like, well, no shit, you cunt. And then yeah, so he wasn't helpful in the slightest. Then this other dickhead comes up. And he's like, "Yeah, no, it's not the it's not the airline's fault. It's yeah, there's restrictions in the country. I, was like, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't matter whose fucking fault it is, mate. I can't go. I, I want I want help from the airline now. And you're not helping me. You're keeping me prisoner. You're telling me I've got to wait here. And he sort of keeping laughed. Prisoner. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, you're telling me I can't get my flight, but you're also not letting me leave the fucking airport. This is taking the fucking piss. And uh, and then he's like, he goes, "Yeah, I know, man. 
He's like that laughing at me, going, yeah, man. And I was like, that's not how you fucking answer. You go, you're meant to go, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. You couldn't make your friend's wed- uh, wedding. Just so sorry. That's all you went. You're being contrite. Yeah, don't just, laugh in my I, fucking face. I just I said, you I actually went, met yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? I would have done that. I don't I've, get the I've bit. done customer service. Why wouldn't they let you leave the airport? Huh? You've got wait, they... when you leave the airport, you've checked in, you've got to right. fucking check it, you've got they've got to scan you out, haven't they? To, to, fucking, oh, right, okay. to know, yeah, it's fucking bollocks. Obviously, I mean it makes sense, but just annoying. It's an extra annoyance. You're like, I can't get on the plane, I'm like, fuck you, I just want to leave, smoke that spliff and be fucking done with it, yeah. And uh but yeah, so that got, I went I was thinking, have you ever been so angry you want to fucking bite people? Like I was like, <laughs> I wanted to go no. for a chimp, I wanted to go, I wanted to bite that guy's throat, bite groins, I wanted to bite everyone's groin, like ah just chew, hands. Every, chew everyone's cock and hands, cunt jaw. off. <laughs> Everyone who's involved. Genitals. Yeah. And you're saying they didn't let you on the plane. I know, weird. <laughs> So how so? Do, how long did it take you to calm down, Jurgen? Uh, uh, well, that's it. I calmed Today. down because I accepted. I went to so what I tried to. I tried to do the right thing. Realised couldn't phone up. They're like, yeah, you have to get touch the right now. Well, they're not fucking here, are they? They're not on the phone. I was like, where are they? I went, so I went down to find them. Went to things. Like, oh, they're they they're meant to be over there. But then I realised there's no more flights that day, and they just yeah. fuck off. Then there's no customer aftercare. Yeah. There's no like if you, you don't make the plane. It's weird, no, isn't it? Because Ryanair are really famous for their customer yeah, yeah, well, service. Thing, but I've got insurance. My insurance isn't with Ryanair. It's with fucking AXA or whatever. Yeah, but so. your insurance cover that, huh? Does your insurance? Yeah, cover I, that? I phoned them up. Well, I phoned them up on the Saturday. Uh, to, but anyway, I fucking uh, fuck that bit of the story. So I left the airport and I was just because uh, I'd accepted to my fate. Then it was just like, well, yeah, I'm 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 fucked. I couldn't tell. I couldn't bring myself to tell uh, Freddie. Did he walk along the streets like Bruce Banner from The Incredible Hulk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a fucking heavy bag as well. And I and then I was like, well, I'm stuck in Luton now. So, but I'm well, you had the I'm long walk when I dropped you off because you can't in Luton. You can't go past the last roundabout. Yeah, that's not that's not the long walk. Then the long walks after, like walking back to that spot and then walking another two, three yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you'd already, you'd already done a, a few laps. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got a good, uh, I think, twelve miles in. I think that day. Tears in your that's eyes. Uh, hey. Tears in your eyes. I, well, out of anger. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was sad. The sadness came later. I was angry to begin with. I was in like full on chimp like attack mode. And then, uh, then I walked into, like, walked into, I had the spliff, which first and foremost, I was like, well, might as well get that fucking spliff out. Well, I made it to two, actually. Um, yeah, so I smoked the spliff whilst walking to Bear Luton. Bear grills. Yeah. Smoked the spliff whilst walking to Luton. That calmed me down. Did you think, did you go and see a brass? And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably what I've done, really. <laughs> um, and then, see, so I just went and uh, walked straight into town, straight into Luton. Um, and I managed to walk straight onto a bus, though. That I was, did, after that was I good. dropped you off. So I, I walked into Luton. And literally walked straight to the bus station and onto a bus to Leighton Buzzard. As I got there, the bus was there. So that was a good touch. Then the next bit wasn't because I said to the girl, as we were getting to Leighton Buzzard, I was like, uh, so I go, is this going to the station? Yeah, the bus station. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to Leighton Buzzard and we, we got to a train station and then, and then it drove away from Leighton Buzzard. And I was like, okay, when did we get into the bus station? That was the bus station. So the girl, and then, and then we're on our way to Milton Keynes. And I'm like, the bus station and I was like I didn't mean did you mean Milton Keynes bus station I meant Leighton Buzz oh fuck me and then I was like so I ended up having a go at the girl on the bus well I didn't have a go at her but I made it quite clear that the information she'd given me that fucked me up basically so then I had to go to the bus driver I was like mate I said Leighton Buzzard why didn't you kick me off why are you letting me go to Milton Keynes for free he's like oh and so he had to drop me off fucking in the middle of nowhere I don't care mate I just so he, don't care yeah, he'd driven halfway up the bypass by then so then he just dropped me in the middle of nowhere and, and goes he goes and there's a bus he goes yeah There'll be another bus coming back here. It wasn't very clear. It's like, there's a, there's a, what, a bus going the other way? It's coming to the same stop. And it did, luckily, like 10 minutes later. I got, got had the same ticket. I was like, mate, he took me too far. I didn't know what I was doing. He let me back on with the same ticket. Got back to Leighton Buzzard. Then I got a bus. Then I had another spliff. Then the bus came. I got on the bus and then came back to Aylesbury and then walked back home. Yeah, with the other spliff. How was the wedding? 
<laughs> uh, did you message him though and find out how it was was it a good wedding I didn't I, I haven't even been in contact I just said sorry can't be there hopefully you catch up with you I didn't even bother messaging anyone on the actual day I was really depressed the, on the day it was happening I was just like oh man I should be knee deep in bridesmaids by did now did you have any good things happen this week apart from that then uh, any upturns I'm going to say early on, I think that was a great slice of life, but I'm just worried if you give him too many points, he might win the Toblerone and then drop it down the drain. So when, so yeah, then I, I was just I was sort of miserable Saturday and then didn't do, so theoretically I could have done the work. But then obviously the lady who I got the PCR, the lady I work for is the lady I got the PCR it's test her off. Fault. So I didn't ever, I didn't have the heart to say, I was going to mess her and go like, oh, cheers, that fucking PCR testing, I mean, any fucking anyway, so I could, yeah. Put, blame it all on her but it's not her fault at all I knew with the test but the fucked up thing is though when I did message she goes like well, no, she, she was expecting me on Tuesday I don't actually remember saying I was going to do Tuesday because I would have been back Monday night and then she was expecting me to come Tuesday morning so she goes she goes, she goes oh I thought you were coming today and I was like just ignored it and then later on I was like I best actually say that. I was like no I said look I didn't go to Ireland so I've been fucking stewing about that so, to be honest with you the la- work's been the last thing on my mind then she was like oh sorry because oh, she gave me the PCR test I should have given you one of my ones I was like, I thought you did give me one of your ones. I'm like, yeah, so I didn't realise so there's another Actually, one. found <laughs> it in the street. <laughs> Silly yeah. me. So, uh, yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you that PCR test the doesn't work is, in airports. I should have just done, I should have just done the thing, done the same test I did to go to Amsterdam, which I knew was legit, that had a certificate thing. Just spent the money, just spent the 25 quid. But I didn't need to, I, I've got a test here. I just need to book the video appointment, I think, I don't know. But the things with those tests, they could be faked, they could be, because I get the thing why they didn't accept my PCR, what's it? Because, um, any, well, any, but bollocks, yeah, anyone could have done the test, but then anyone could have done one of the other ones. So they, so they want the one that's been done by their doctor at the thing, at the airport. And yeah, but any, you do anyone could have done the right thing. You chose to take the road less travelled. Well, actually, you didn't travel, did you? <laughs> walked, the, walked the long road. And so the rest well, of the week, you just chilled and watched some flicks? Uh, then I watched, yeah, I've watched... Um, we'll get to that stream or skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's, uh, is that your story this week or do anything else exciting happen? You can I, I've done my Christmas shopping. Oh, uh, oh brilliant. I don't think anything... We can always do slice of scoop when we come back to anything there. else you remember. Like, no, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not a bad chunk, I think. Yeah, and if you think of anything, you can yeah, always yeah, bring yeah, it up exactly. after. Yeah, we did like you said last time. Okay, so that was a cool story. Uh, I'll Bro. talk about the points for that in a minute. Let's move on to Chris. Now, Chris, this week you were gifted with another week, and how did you waste it? I wasted it um, very admirably, actually. Um, I wasted it conscious of my slice. I kept my slice in mind all week. Um, I didn't I didn't manufacture any situations like go around supermarkets deliberately being hostile to Sorry, people. Sorry, did you try to say Greg manufactured that whole situation? <laughs> I think he deliberately does because he undermines himself. I, I think, bet he. I like, think he's talking more about Johnny going to Sainsbury's and being like aggressive with people in Sainsbury's more, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm only joking, Johnny. <laughs> no, I'm look fine. So forlorn. Just, no, no, I'm fine. Um, I just... um, so yeah, my 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 slice. So um, been working this week so obviously driving around a lot and really noticeable that kids are off school and uh, Christmas holidays are here because uh, the you can drive in places without being stuck in traffic but another hazard is going to the petrol forecourts when the rest of the public are out Christmas shopping and so forecourts are the place that piss me off the most you know like when people are refueling and um you see lots of knobby behavior see like really impatient behavior just like we're all stuck here just just chill out the people it's going to take as long as it takes to fill up their car if they haven't uh, 
Like, apologise to you for not filling it up quick enough because the machine's not going quick enough. It's not their fault. But there was this one my old man, and it happened today, actually. He, um, we pulled up, and there wasn't – he pulled up, but there wasn't a slot for his vehicle to go in. You know, like, they have it on the diff- fuel caps on the different sides. But, but this is one of the – I don't know who does it. It's like SO or BP or whatever. But what they do is they have a space for, like, not two – it's shell. Not two cars can, can go there side to side, but they have a petrol thing either side, so you just drive in the middle bit. So it can service – two lots of three cars at any one time but if it was just a little bit further wide you could double that but never mind he's so lost me <laughs> this guy what? so he went he went there and i was watching him and i was like oh just fucking pull up mate and he didn't he span his car around and reversed in i've never even seen that though, before sorry i've never seen that before yeah, that's a new one even though there was petrol was he caps french? on his side sorry mate was he french no, he was just old, stupid. But um, yeah, I watched him. I was like, uh, what the fuck? And he was going, and he went, um, sorry, sorry. I was like, what the fuck's the matter with you, mate? There's one there. There's a thing there. There's a thing there. He was like, I, it's, I'm running out of petrol. I've got to get it done quicker, though. It's like, oh, all right then, mate. Like, and he fucking did that, and then pulled all the way round, having to then wait to get, go out because he wasn't going to come out go out the entrance, so to speak, so we had to wait for the other cars to finish filling up anyway to go through. Like, you fucking moron. Uh, if you're, um, uh, for, the listener, for the sake of the listeners, uh, Chris is now waving his fingers around. I gesticulate a lot with my hands. Um, so there was that. There was also, um, went to get my sourdough from my favourite bakery, went in there, three girls in there with no masks, touching all the pastries. And I just was like, What? And, like, stood there like that. And and, um, the guy was like, it's all right, I'll serve you in a minute. I was like, I don't think I want to be served, mate. And for (laughs) listeners, I've got my hands aloft like that, as if I'm holding two orbs. I was like, I don't think I want to, mate. And walked out of there, and I was like, right. And I walked back up to my office. I was thinking, Chris, that was a bit petty, because now you're walking back and you've got no pastry, no coffee, and you did say, I'm going to go get people pastries. <laughs> and then and I was like, oh, fucking twat, twat. Never mind. Um, let's just vent it. So I went and spent the next, like, half an hour, an hour, looking for a website for any contact details or anything, because this is also the bakery that I might have told you about. I went in about four or five months ago, and I went in and I didn't have a face mask on, but the owner was in there not with a face mask. And I went, oh, sorry, I've not got a face mask. Um, and he saw my badge on me and went, oh, well done, though. And he's like, I'm the owner. And I thought I was going to get a free coffee off him, but he just clapped me in to his shop. I bought a coffee, I think a pastry. And then as I went out, he went, thanks for your service. Like, And I was like, is he taking the piss or is he being genuine? And then so then to go in this week and see those girls in there fingering the pastries, um, not wearing any masks, I was like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. you hypocrites. Like, um, so, yeah, so there was that. There was also the other beauty of this week has been driving places where I've never been able to drive before. Because there's loads of streets around Cambridge to where everyone's like double or triple parked. So you just can't get around. But because the students have all 
fucked off and loads of people are fucked off suddenly these roads are like these wide expanses to drive up well wide expanses you know three vehicles wide but so that's been good um christmas time time for reflection so i've been, really been reflecting a lot of reflecting on my health and thought right i'm gonna go to the doctors because i've noticed because i'm a snoring but also i've noticed that i've had a dry cough like johnny just displayed there for some time and i don't smoke tobacco so it makes me sometimes a bit like, so, you know, what is this? They point out that um, this was my annual asthma check and I come every year because I've got asthma. That's why I cough. And I just forget about it because I don't take inhalers or anything. And they were like, you need to take inhalers because for, and they showed me my readings from like the last 20 years. And they went, and then since you've had COVID, look, and like my lung function, everything's down like 20% and that. And I was like, Okay, so Why don't you, do you do not use inhalers because you think like oh, inhalers are for pussies, and then if you don't use an inhaler, then you're not a pussy. You haven't got asthma, and you're not a pussy. No, I just don't. I don't. Don't. If I, 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 I just, or you just don't need I it. I just don't. Or... Do it, I don't. Do it, but mate, I've cycled the length and breadth of the country, and you know, so your asthma's not that bad. Then. Rivers. Well, no, uh, he said he's had asthma for twenty years, years really. and he still goes and checks. Yeah, it's well, not. But there's obviously degrees of asthma, isn't there? Yeah. Like, yeah. I got. Yeah, but you've got to. By law, they have to invite you in yearly. I've got a quick question for you. Do you still cycle at the moment? Yeah. Have you noticed when you're on your bike cycling, your lung function's a bit different or change? Does it feel the same? No. No, because I think your mind just adapts to it, doesn't it? And I think I've I've just got used to being a bit more unfit. But i tell you what has happened is, and as you've noticed, and Johnny's pointed out, well, he's fat shamed me. It's that like I've got um I've got quite a pronounced abdomen these days. And I thought, oh, it's just like middle aged spread. I'm just getting old. Uh pause but it, actually, pause it oh, a, minute, a minute, Chris. There's a knock at the door. Two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> so uh, this is another this is a slice of my life. No, you can have a slice of life. Slice of pizza. I just, I just pause. Greg's angry that Chris has ordered a pizza for everyone. Greg does even pizza. pizza. I don't give a fuck about pizza stuff. <laughs> I know. I put, I got some potato wedges for you. Yeah. That's all I know. I, I thought it was one of my dickhead mates who knows I do a podcast like every like Thursday, and I just I was gonna I was just getting ready to shout at them. Thank you, know, Chris. But then it's then it was something that you arranged. So. Times have, times have been times have been hard, so I could only afford uh, a large pizza. Um, but it is it is turkey and sage on there, so it's festive. It's a festive Johnny's slice just of life. in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it in the bin. I had I had pepperoni pizza before I came out. Uh, I had McDonald's. I had a massive McDonald's, and, uh, and I don't eat pizza. But cheers, mate. <laughs> no joking. That's amazing. What an amazing gift. What an amazing gift. Thank Fucking you, Chris. And it on my slice of life. I timed this perfectly. That's so. Uh, anyway, well, I'll tell, 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 tell you what was amusing. I opened the door, and it's this is a nice enough bloke, but he just stood there staring at me with like a, a weird look. I was like, I was what? about to get up. Did and he go, say anything? He fucking... <laughs> Did he? I asked him to say something. Yeah, he said pizza from Chris. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, all right. Um, anyway, where were we? That's a bit self-indulgent. <laughs> oh, that's a slice of life, mate. Oh. He's, just, he's just trying to boost up his points by like, getting a, yeah, a, live, no one, we, a live pizza delivery. He's had a potato. You hate pizza. Yeah, you hate yeah. cheese. No, but there's wedges, potato wedges there as well for Gregory. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I will eat some after the podcast. Will, Thank you very much. I'll probably, I will have, I will have some of those wedges. Better get out of the bin then because I did chuck it in the bin. Oh, I'll get hey, out of the bin the after the podcast. That's the best part 20 quid I've just spent. Um, yep, shove it up your I, ass. I, you know, I've got a young family. But never mind. Um, <laughs> Starving. Are they in that box? 
Yeah, they were in the box. It was. It's like seven. So, um, yeah, I know. That was Maxine. Weird person said he sends his that own was Maxine's face. Of us. Just tossed in there. Just his kid's um, face. So, your abdomen. Your abdomen, asthma. Chris. We know about the asthma. So, I'm actually getting fatter. So, I've just accepted, oh, I'm just getting fatter. That's just what happens when you get old, doesn't it, Johnny? And, but uh, actually, it's. I'm just going to go and stamp I on that I think it's because of my, my physical health has been diminishing that I've just been more sedentary and not as active as I normally would be. So that's what it's done. Um, and so also I was reflecting. I can use reflection in this. Um, so the, about the, the wedding. Go again? And when, <laughs> like, so I've had a bit of a theme with mates, partners and stuff lately. So like at the wedding, I was like being quite charming and I had like... My closest friends says you wives around me and I'm I love his abdomen. <laughs> I mean I was being super charming, even though I do say so myself, but uh trust me, everyone else thought I was really too. Charming. He's got the figure of a dung then... beetle. We were fucking there was a knock on the door and there's a pizza. <laughs> but you can there's you know, the drink was flowing, but I was I was making the odd provocative and He's like the milk tray man, but with pizza. I've got to hear this, let him carry on, go on. Sexist comment. And anyway, we were saying, oh, what are we doing? What are we doing for New Year's? Everyone, and I went, well, since we've all got wives now and partners, we'll do wife swapping. <laughs> and the women were like, what? And the lads were like, bro, come on. And then um, they went, and I was like, oh, okay. I was, like, I was only joking. They were like, no, no. And all like touching knuckles. If we, if we want to do this, we could, you know, we could do this. And I was like thinking, I mean, I love my mates and I love their girlfriends, but I prefer my girlfriend to any of theirs. And I feel like I'd be sort of, you know, if we put in our keys in the bowl, I'd be putting the Ferrari keys in and I'd be a few Skoda keys in there. Does Lou listen to this? Lou doesn't listen to this, does she? She obviously doesn't. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Whoa. Why is it why did the swapping the swapping the whole swapping thing's weird isn't it isn't it better just to sleep with them behind your friends backs <laughs> exactly exactly why do i have to give something to this yeah it's less confusing um, that way why ruin the ferrari but yeah it's got, and it was making me think i either have like really good rapports with with my mates girlfriends and female friends and that or it's awful and because i've got another mate so we were meant to go out on tuesday and it was quiz night, and they were like, oh, there's a quiz locally. You should come. You love a quiz, Chris. Quizzing Chris. And I was like, yeah, no, I absolutely do love it. Who's going? And they went, oh, it'll be so-and-so, 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 and this person. And I was like, oh, let's say it's – let's just use the generic name Margaret because we use that for everything. Yeah. So it's this woman, Margaret. It was just – she's just horrible to me. She's just, like, got this – dislike about me regardless so but my mate was going you shouldn't let her rule your social life so you avoid situations she's in i was like no i just know that if she's there i won't be having a good time so i just may as well not go it's i'm not and he was like you're being pushed around by a woman then and i was like i'm not because i didn't know about this social gathering until you mentioned it and she's already someone who goes i would not choose just to go somewhere where she is fuck off i'll Um, knock her out I talk, yeah, no, I, no, I've come up with really horrible cusses for her in my head, but they're so horrible. I'm like, I would never say that to anyone. But sometimes, can I ask a question? How did you, um, how did you two fall? Have you fallen out, or you just don't get on? Have you had conversations? What happened? She made a judgment of me over a decade when we met, maybe for the third time, and I mocked her boyfriend. Um, 
who's a close friend of mine because she was telling him what to do. And I was, she was telling him he couldn't smoke basically because he had a bad chest. Funny ties into what I was saying earlier. He shouldn't smoke because of his bad chest. And, um, and I was like, and he was going, Oh no, I'm going out to smoke. Shut up. And she was like, I've told you. And he was like, Oh, okay. Okay. I won't then he put it down. And I went, that's it. Do as you're told. And she just glared at me and she went, you can unroll that now. And he was like, what? And I was like, I was going, come on, unroll it. Unroll it. He was like, fuck off. And he was like, I'm not doing it. And he went off to the toilet and she sat there being sort of nice to me. And when she came back, as soon as she had an audience and then all the smokers came back in, she, uh, she just went, I've never liked you. I've never liked anything about you. And they're like screwed at me and blah, 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 and, and left. And I was like, okay, well, this is a circle of friends who have been my mate for like a good decade before you even, you've only come on the scene the last like six months. Yeah, I didn't say yeah. that yeah, though. Yeah. I didn't say anything. I just went, oh, well, someone's drank too much. That's, that's um, pretty brazen to be like that with, yeah, in, a, in a group that you're new to. Definitely. That's fucking yeah. weird. I was yeah, like, I think you, okay. pro- you probably played that, that well. Sorry, Johnny. You probably played that the best way you could because if you'd have blasted her, yeah. you would have ended, that would have been the last in memory. If you beast exactly. the new close to her if being you beast a dickhead. the new person, then it doesn't look good. Yeah, I think it's better to let the, the new person try and beast you. Everyone who likes, I mean, everyone in your group's just going to go what and fucking ignore. I assume, unless unless they no, think no, you're a dick well, as well. One of my mates, I probably agree with her. My, I think. Well, one of my best mates, Fi, went, "Oh, good, you." So one of my best mates, he said, "Oh, good, you've told him then." And I looked, looked down. I was like, "What? You fucking knew all this?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then I found out afterwards that they he joined a rock choir with her. I mean, his opinion of her changed after a couple of years of singing in a rock choir. But I was like, you fucking shitbag. Like, and first off, having mates that sing in fucking rock choirs, like, Jesus Christ, what's can she just, enabling them to do? Can I just ask, ask a quick question? Are we your best mates? <laughs> Could, um, oh, oh, you're like pen pals. You're I like want to know. I want to know more about the rock choir um, and how I can join. Yeah. Is it in Cambridge? Is there is there more rock choir? Is there a rock choir? All over the country, mate. Um, Fine. He ended up singing at the Corn Exchange, singing um, some Clash song. <laughs> so, you know, hmm. you can have your moment. Join a rock choir. There's lots of yeah, edgy join singy a... girls. They've all got good lungs. A cappella um, group. Also, I I don't know if I ever told you, like years ago. So, you know, when Going Live was on, so I went along to the road show. I think it was like 91. And, and like, you know, like, I can break wind quite loudly. And I did it when I was down near the front and, like, Philip Schofield was fucking livid. So he, like, got me removed and said, like, he can't be there. And it was 91, and I had it. That was the first time I farted, and I was 15 years old. So that I got made to go whoa, round whoa, the back. Whoa, 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 whoa. You farted for the first time when you were 15. Yes, mate. And then Emma <laughs> Forbes, Emma Forbes was there, and she was like, fucking just go easy on him, Phil. And I had to arm wrestle Philip. And even though I beat him, later on, Mark Curry, like, like fucking roughed me up as I went back to my car. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The other day, I was in the supermarket. Oh, I was going to keep this going. I can't think of the next day. I was going to say I saw Mark Curry, and but I was just, that was the bit okay. you were hung up on the first right, time I so, farted. So did, the rest of it you were fine with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 15, first fart. That's fucking weird. Great slice uh, of life there, Chris. Any more for this week? 
Um, I'll see what I can think of. Okay, you might have a scoop of life. <laughs> I mean, what a delightful child. Didn't I mean, didn't not once farted until 15. I, I mean, don't think that's true. Yeah. Oh. Uh, good scoop of life there. Good slice of life there, Chris. Some good points there and some great stuff. Uh, now we move on to the big man of the week, the final slice this week. And Why is the big man of the week? Because he's a big, big he's man big with a big man, appetite and a big personality. Take the floor, Johnny. It's Johnny's slice of life. Yeah, not been up to much, really. Now, um, it did, I did have a little... I forgot about... Driving to the driving to Luton because after the we recorded the last podcast, I slept on the sofa so because we had to get up quite early to take uh, Gregor to the airport. But I was surprised that when you couldn't fly, you didn't ring me back so I could come and give you a lift. Yeah, I well, I didn't. I think it was more. I don't know. I just thought it was. I just thought it was more money. I just thought. Oh. I've got to pay you for the lift like there and then I thought well it's more petrol back yeah just it? for the petrol yeah, and I, I thought I just thought I, cause I, th- I, I thought, would have gone arse with you yeah my, my, my plan was if it wasn't such an early flight I was going to get a bus there anyway and I just wanted yeah. to see what the drama was to make yeah, my own yeah, way yeah. back anyway and I thought no, I, didn't I, feel and I honestly didn't think it was as long a walk I didn't bother yeah I, I just thought oh and I didn't mind the walk anyway with the I was just that angry I wanted to walk it off and yeah no I just wanted to get put high. in there that I'm a nice person yeah no lovely man but yeah, that was the Thursday. Then Friday, I started feeling a bit ill, and I, that was after I think I did the uh, the injections from last week. The Nigerian the church, jab. yeah, yeah, the booster. I put the boo in booster. Um, but then I was supposed to on Saturday night. Actually, I forgot. Saturday night, I was going for a curry with uh, you know Dan, Mark Curry, Draco, and uh, Shay. And I thought, oh, I feel ill. So I took, I did the the test. You know, we stick it up your up your nose and the back of your throat and all that. And they said I was fine. So we went over there, and um, yeah, we had a curry and we we're just watching loads of UFC. And Simon bought, I forgot about this bit, bought these gummies. I had one, and that completely zonked me out. I'm I'm not a, a weed person anyway, but as an edible, it completely mashed me up till about three in the morning. And then we walked, me and Ian walked back all the way across town. And I remember saying to him, we're not getting any closer to home. We're not getting any closer to home. Because <laughs> I was mashed. But yeah, I think that made my uh, made my throat worse. So I've sort of been ill all week um, on the lem sips, cod liver oils, vitamin Ds, all that. And I thought, oh, it's going to be a terrible slice of life. I'm never going to get this Toblerone. But then yesterday... Um, I was because I was reading about um, apparently Christmas is basically all the Christmas things that aren't about Christ are about uh, magic mushrooms. So you know the yeah. fly the fly garret is red with white dots. They grow under pine trees. That's why people used to bring pine trees into the house because it had the mushrooms on it. And then the Saint Nicholas was ripped off of a pagan guy or. or pagan guys who used to come around and they'd give out and the reindeers eat mushrooms they'd give out magic mushrooms to people and then reindeers used to eat them and, that's, and what that's what they said they're flying yeah. but they also used to drink the reindeer piss yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. so I, I found a load of magic mushrooms yesterday and I um, they're quite big I only had two and completely bent my mind at different angles not like the you know so, uh, there's uh, ongoing listeners will know that I had a sort of uh, hero's quest in Amsterdam yesterday it was like I had the giggles which I didn't have before with the chemical mm-hmm. mushrooms I had all the fractals around the edges and then the telly uh, froze it was this woman with glasses I remember it quite vividly and I was looking at it and I remember laughing going oh I'm wasting this trip on um, the, the telly with this woman with glasses and then it went Vroom, and everything turned into Guardians of the Galaxy it was all gold and everything was flying around 
And then um, Maxine's son went through, but it was like phew, like a flash. And I was thinking, did he just went through? No, like that a few times. I was like, oh, anyway, I just enjoyed it. And I tripped out. And now I'm at one with the universe. But I checked when he woke up this afternoon. I went, oh, d- did you uh, come in and out? Because I thought, I was. I imagined myself looking at him going, hey, yeah, I like eating worlds. But apparently he reckons, oh, you were asleep. And I did come in and out three times. But um, Is that when you got the face tattoo? Oh, fuck. Is that what you said about reflections? Yeah. How about that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. Um, if, I thought it was going to be a longer story than that, to be honest. Because um, <laughs> so what lasted, I have got, it? I've got presents for everyone. Oh! Oh, try to bump up his slides. <laughs> what are they, Toblerones? Uh, massive Toblerone. Unless so, it's a slice of something. I've got doesn't... more. Hopefully, we'll have uh, young Chris here next week. Um because I've got other presents for next week. Yes. But but I've got three presents, and what I've decided to do... Would you hold my mic for me, darling? Yep. I'm holding his mic now, and he's just rooting through his bag. I've got three presents. If you want to tell him I've got three presents. He's got three presents. Are they all in those little black bags? Yeah, there's one especially for Greg, because Greg's my favourite. Don't touch that. Especially for Greg. So what I've got is three presents, and these guys are going to pick one each, and then the last one will be... For Chris. Okay, here we go. So you're just getting them out of the bag now. There you go. There's three there. All wrapped in the same wrapping paper. Yeah, same wrapping paper. Same shape, if you want to describe them. Yeah, all the same shape, like a little brown... So do you feel lucky, punk? Prip- I'll, I'll have, do you want to go first? I'll have that one. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to open it and say what you've got? Yeah, so here we go. And do you want to pick one of those? Either one of those. I thought I, I thought yeah. I had a special one, or no? Yeah, you've got a special one oh, okay. afterwards as well. Okay. So you, you probably... um They're ruffling through Slice their packages. Uh, it is in bin. a lighter with an R on it. Yep, you've got the best one. That's Ribena lighter. You I've, need got to put a kiss, I've got a lighter that says "Kiss My Airs." It's like a, lip, a Zippo style lighter, but it says "Kiss My Airs." <laughs> I've got a Zippo like, no, style lighter with an R for cool. Ribena. Chris, Chris, I know for a fact Chris has actually got the best one then. So he'll get that next week. And then we've Fantastic. got one. The flint works. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I haven't got, got any fuel, fuel in it. I've got some fuel. Yeah, in there's a special gift there for you. Here you go. Ooh. So Greg's got an extra gift. Yeah. So Chris, here's your light. Uh, oh, yeah, we don't we know can, what it is yet. Yeah. But well, I think it's 100% What's a light. that one there? There's another gift there. No, that's the one you just oh, opened. Oh, that's one I opened. Okay. <laughs> uh, this a is a, a lanyard. Yeah. Wow. What does it, it say on it? It's a lanyard. It, and says, it says lanyard on it. It's a Virgil Abloh lanyard. Oh, I got right. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, nice. And that's R.O.P. Virgil Abloh, who died How do you know earlier this year. Because it says lanyard. That's his design. Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> it's just so if you know what it is. Gotcha. It's a lanyard with the words lanyard on it. I see. Very good. Uh, yeah, I will wear it forever, Johnny. If chuck it in a bin next <laughs> to that pizza. But oh, yeah, the other thing, we were saying about going Christmas shopping. I went to a supermarket to today and... Put my name badge on it. I thought Christmas Odd was job. supposed to be Odd the uh, goodwill to all men. But it seems like everyone on the road in the supermarkets are just like, it's Christmas, you can't get out of my way. Well, it's always like that on the build-up to Christmas. Oh, okay. I remember years ago, I had a car accident outside KFC. A car drove straight into me, rushing around. Um, anyway, I, I, I had a bit more to add to the round robin so thing. So we're doing scoop of life now. The last final scoops of life. Yeah, so I just want to add to the, the, the insult to injury as well. So with my going to Ireland, I'd also managed to hunt down my... So I'd, I'd gone through extra to extra lengths to get a suit and everything as well. So my I tracked down my the, the top to my suit. I went and bought some shoes as well. I went and bought a pair of fucking silly pointy shoes. Lucky I only spent 20 quid on them. Because you know, you said, you commented before, everyone said the last, when I went to Jason's wedding, you said I looked like I was wearing school shoes. 
<laughs> I bought those shoes. I, I remember now, yeah. I bought some comfortable black shoes to do that the acting job because I knew I was going to be like stood up all night, and I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll buy some of the nice. But they were they're like those like rimmed ones, and yeah, or they maybe looked, a driving instructor. They looked probably like yeah, twelve year old school shoes. But so they they weren't done for the wedding, so I went and got some pointy shoes as well. Another just another rumple stiltskin shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what else? And yes, and also. I had to come back. Then after coming back, then I, had to, then I started editing the podcast on Saturday, last week's podcast, and that was even worse, listening to me getting excited, having to edit my own slice of life. Oh, God, yeah. Listening to me going, oh, oh and then I'm going to do this and do that. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, that's even worse. Like, yeah. God laughs when you make plans. <laughs> exactly. That's why oh. I just don't make plans. But um, I, I went through, I went for a walk up into the town um, about six o'clock the other night, so it was dark, but all the lights were on. And they've only gone and put all the lights back to front. So first ones were like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, see what they've done there. But as I went round, there was like even Merry Christmas. But even there, they put the the letters back to front. And it was the same all the way through town. So fucking Muppets. Sick. Pay peanuts. It's probably got me to do it because I can't spell. Mushrooms are good. <laughs> oh, no one's arguing about that. Right, so uh, is everyone else more scooped or is that it? We're all that done. It. I just feel really happy and I just I just got love for everyone. Okay. Good. Yeah. Right, so let's give you some marks out of 10 for this week's stories. Uh, Greg had the airport PCR. He walked into Luton and brought some shoes. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Would you sum it up like that? It makes it sound so crap, doesn't it? But... Oh, yeah, there was one other present. I forgot. Barry, oh, okay. there's one other present. One Oh, for the dog, Jumbone. He'll oh, love that. Thank he you really very much. Is, he really is. Uh, he could have wrapped it. He's got, he really has got soft and cuddly. Those mushrooms have done something to him. Thank you. Shoplifting Anthony Worrell Johnny. <laughs> it might have poison in it. <laughs> it doesn't weigh the items, just slips them straight in the bag. Uh, right, okay. Uh, Chris's stories was petrol grandagged, no mask pastries. He ordered a pizza, which arrived live on the podcast. Was that petrol granddad, uh, did yeah. you say? Uh, petrol Chris's fat stomach, his wife swapping a Margaret at the quiz. And uh, Johnny was feeling ill this week. He had some edibles, he had some magic mushrooms, and he brought everybody presents. So this week's p- points are going to be... Greg, have my toe blown, Now, there's please. some good stories here. I think the, some of the biggest points this week is going to be Greg. I'm going to put Greg, Greg seven points for the absolute disaster of a week he's yeah, had. So he had some points for that. We'll get something uh, out of it. Chris chucked in a load of stories. Chucked a few at the end with the going live. The pizza... Uh, juxtaposed, juxtaposed his story juxtaposed, that's yeah. a new word I've made up for juxtaposed. it's called juxtaposed juxtaposed later in the Brown Bear Comedy Club so juxtaposed. I'm going to give Chris six points this week and I'm going to Johnny's going to be on Minus a 10. joint uh, no Johnny's going to be in joint with Chris this week on six points as well so uh, that's six six and a seven all those scores are being added mm. up as you know and New Year's Eve that toad bone will be winging its way to somebody and I'll be giving you the final scores on the doors can I have that last present back then yeah, still here you go I'm going to eat that jumbone that was this week's slice of life anyway the chase Christmas chase special let's go are you ready Greg yes right question one which Mexican artist Oh, Frida Pinto. No, Carla, 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 it's Frida Carla. Carla, Frida, Excellent. Which, which Spanish surrealist? Uh, just Dali. Australian pop singer? Kylie. Brazilian football legend? Uh, a Brazilian football, Pele, sorry. Which graffiti artist? Uh, Banksy. Ham or cheese? 
Still ham. Unlucky, it was ham. <laughs> I knew it was, it was ham and, and cheese. Oh, bollocks. That's the end. <laughs> Good okay, one. so I'm going to do, as we all know, it was the Royal Variety performance last week, and uh, Chris has come up with a great uh, improv, the Royal Variety performance. So I'm going to be throwing out, I'm going to be Alan Carr. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be introducing this. I'm going to be throwing out axe, and I'm going to be pointing to you, and you're going to be the axe I'm pointing at, and you're going to go as long as you can till you die, then we'll move on to the next one. So, hello everybody. My name's Alan Carr. Well, it sounds a bit like brown bear, doesn't it? But it's oh, not. Yeah. This is totally yeah, different. I mean, this is totally different. So this is the brown bear? No, because this is totally different. different. If you're this a new listener, yeah. this isn't the brown bear. This brown bear's coming at the end. Don't worry about that. Uh, this, welcome to the Royal Variety Show, your lords, ladies and highnesses. The HRH Jink Prince of China is sat up there with his wife, Kate Williamson, and they're in the royal box. Are you ready? Oh, it's me, Alan Karma. Dad's in the audience. He's ashamed of me, but he's not anymore. Hey, now I'm famous. He's not Northern, so, Alan Carr. I don't know what he is. So let, uh, it's hosted by me, so we've got some great acts tonight, and we're starting with... Uh, the first two acts coming on, uh, the first act coming on with his greatest hit is Ed Sheeran. Here he is, Ed Sheeran. Um, uh, I, lo- I lost a darts and I lost a pool because I'm not very good at pub games. And then, my, uh, then I fell in love with an Irish girl. Yeah, woo, yeah. I love the shape of your body, Irish girl, yeah. Uh, I'm not very good at pub sports, pub oh. games. After the break, uh, uh, more oh, coming oh. up. <laughs> I was, was going to do a rap. Uh-huh. I'm back. Oh, hope you loved it. That was Ed Sheeran. He's absolutely a cracking perfect three Alan Carr. Now we've got James Blunt. Ladies and gentlemen, James Blunt. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello. Um, I've got some self-depreciating jokes about myself. But you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, it's true. That's you, your highness up there, that's everyone in the crowd. You're beautiful, we're all beautiful. And it's true, it is true, everybody. I was in the army once, I went to Kosovo, I had to shoot a man, but it was beautiful, it was beautiful. I had to stop some genocide. I remember them corralling the Albanian, separating the men up from all the women, it was beautiful. And then the Serbian militia came in and they took away all the men folk up to the forest, shot them in the back of the head after making them dig their own ditch. It was beautiful. It was There was mountains. It was in the Balkans. It was beautiful. Thank you. I'm James Blunt. Hey, Blunt, got a bit more time than me. I, I, I want to do a rap. I want to do a rap. James Blunt, hope you enjoy that. Coming up after the break, we've got more from the Royal Variety Performance. And everyone, we're back with the Royal Variety Performance. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the next act, Sir Rod Stewart. Do you think I'm sexy? 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 Sexy. That was the Rod Stewart coming up after the break. We've got more acts. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the Royal Rise Farmers. We now have the comedy duo Witty and Johnson, Chris Witty and Boris Johnson. Party time, excellent. Look at me. Look at him. I don't think the Queen likes us. He looks like. There was that thing, remember, um, what's that, um, Galaxy High? Remember that show, Galaxy High? Uh, Chris Whitty looks like one of the things of Galaxy High. Remember those things with, like the bubble head? You know, you can see their brains inside. Uh, nice <laughs> one, you, Boris. Chris? 
<laughs> and that was Witty and Johnson. Very good stuff there. And now the final of tonight. It's a lovely song from Jane McDonald. My sauce pots keep sailing on the side with blue swimming. Thank you. you for watching the Royal Variety Performance. The Now We See Princess Andrew and his wife Kate Mardleton say hello to everybody at the performance. There they are shaking their hands and speaking to them. Okay, really sorry about that. But let's do stream or skip. What have we streamed? What have we skipped this week? Who wants to go first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like at last last night. I paid the stumped up the fifteen quid to watch Venom. Let there be carnage with my son. Why? It's Christmas. It's the holiday. I tried to get him into the cinema, didn't I? And I couldn't. Um, did, did he? Does he really want to watch it? Because it's meant to be up. It's, it's, he loves it. He really? Loves- oh, right. I thought the Venom film was shit. Have you seen it? Uh, I, I, thought film, I, I thought the film was really good. I thought the second one really? was better than the first. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. I, I thought I'd right. read really shit reviews everywhere, and I just haven't bothered watching it. No, it's, I thought it was good, and then like the second one um, with Woody Harrelson in, it's good, and then the the sneak bit at the end, you know, the little bit they whoa, do whoa, at the whoa, end whoa, of Marvel whoa, films. Whoa. Easy ruiner. No, but that's the clue. They do it at the end of the Marvel films. Yeah, yeah, so... yeah. The stinger. Yeah, but this isn't a Marvel. This isn't what a Sony. For, uh, this is a Sony one, not a Disney. So that's the good, that's the cool like bit at the right. end. You're like, ah, oh, that's where what's going to gotcha. happen there. So um, yeah, it was cool. Woody Harrelson plays a really good Woody Harrelson ca- character, um, and the you know the graphics and everything are, are ace. Um, and <laughs> it was CGI. cool. I, I really like it that like uh, what's his name? The they've made the character into like a grown up. Peter Peter Parker, really, but with grown-up issues, isn't he? What's that, Jolly? I think uh, Woody Harrelson is one of the top five best actors that play Woody Harrelson. I think he's 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 definitely in my top two. Um, But he he yeah he does that sort of slightly unhinged really well, doesn't he? He's Um, got a chin on him, isn't he? The thing until he did Natural Born Killers, he was just the dopey barman from Cheers, and then did yeah. Natural Born Killers in '94, and then then he sort of had yeah various roles, I suppose. He sort of he could he flick between bad guy and lo- lo- lovable sheriff type character. Can't but if he, he'd like. only ever been in Cheers, you would have to say amazing theme tune. <laughs> Do you remember that live movie he did in London? It was like it was oh, a yeah, live I saw film. that the other day. Yeah, where he, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually like he's running, actually through, running through running around, running around London, London yeah. doing yeah. fucked up shit. Yeah, I remember. There was that. only like one error in it. I noticed. Yeah. Was, uh, that like, like, St- a... was that when Ringo Starr walked in and was sat, sat down? No, it's he's a guy. massive he's a massive weed advocate, obviously as well. So I like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, no, he's cool. He's cool, and um, I liked him in Free yeah. Billboards, Free Billboards, Missouri as well. He was good in that. Yeah, so I would, I, I mean, I'm not saying like Venom's going to change your life, but as a, um, I'll give it a go now. Now you've as t- a non-Disney yeah. offering to to that sort of Marvel bit, Sony, it's, it's good, and he he plays that sort of. Um, he does the right thing because what's his name Brock who's the main character who's like the Peter Parker yeah. his Eddie Brock that was it he, yeah, yeah. he plays the character because Eddie Brock is meant to have like grown up neuroses but the same insecurities as like a Peter Parker does almost does but it's a little you know he has that sort of slightly more adult issues going on um uh, so you can say what you like about um, what's he doesn't live with his fucking aunt 
No but way. Was it what the the new Spider Man No Way Home has been universally uh, acclaimed? All the, the critics and fan score, uh, yeah. scores. Even even the right wing people that hate Disney yeah. are all saying it's really good. Yeah, so I think got, Sony yeah, are doing quite well. Yeah, well, yeah Cumber, Cumberbatch and Tom they've known each other for years haven't they they've worked on various things over the years like, and, and the, all the other Spider-Men are in it as well and yeah and but yeah I think uh, but yes yeah, so I think with the, with the addition of Doctor, Str- Doctor Strange and Spider-Man's a good team up he's I not think. in it that much though, apparently he's only at the beginning of the end right. he's got his own yeah because Doctor next year. Strange 2 that's because Doctor Strange 2 is coming out and the, soon the, the and multiverse well, we're talking about and, Cumberbatch I didn't mention I watched Power of the Dog the other week and it's alright but it's just a bit Bit, boy, like, a bit, bit uneventful, and it's like, yeah. it's like it's like a grooming. It's like kind of a groomy, a groomy broke back mountain, but there doesn't mu- not much happens. He, he never even fucks the kid. I <laughs> I just thought it was boring. I got yeah. really bored of it. I was like, like, oh, now he's going to bum him. I thought he was going to bum the kid. He never did. I was like, oh, oh man, no but, bumming. We talk about Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. I saw a trailer tonight for the Uncharted film that he's in with Mark Wahlberg. That's ridiculous. So there you go. But I was thinking, what you get with Tom Holland though is you get longevity, don't you? Because yeah, he's four years old. Exactly. You start. Well, he, he said he's going to retire. Didn't franchise he? now. You've got him for the next forty years. That Nathan Drake thing's ridiculous because it, it would make sense if he was playing him as a kid. So for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Uncharted is a computer game. Nathan Drake, the character Nathan Drake, looks a lot like Nathan. Fi- well, originally looked like a bit like Nathan Fillion, the actor, who's in fucking various things. A Firefly was the main thing he was in that series but yeah he looked a lot like it. he would be an ideal to play him but he's too old now but now so they've got someone who's half the size like half the age well no a third of the age and well, half, the, half the height Tom Holland's in his mid-twenties though isn't he uh, yeah Nathan Drake's meant to be 40 or whatever well, I mean but, in the latest yeah, game yeah but it's not clear it's not clear who Mark whether Marky Mark is Nathan Drake or not in it no he's because the old guy He's, yeah, he's meant he's to be the, the, old guy he's meant to be the older guy. So, so, oh, so, he? so meant Sully's to be that meant guy? to be like Sully, 60, yeah, 60 or 70. So Mark Wahlberg's uh, character is uh, meant to be about 60 or 70 with a beard or whatever, grey hair. And so they've just, they've just changed the ages. That's all right. It's all right. I mean, it doesn't so they can fucking... make more films, can't oh, they? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I watched a couple of things this week. Uh, I'll give you the first one and someone else can say what they watched because I watched two things. I watched that last cre- trained Christmas movie with Michael Sheen. Have you seen that? That was on Sky Atlantic. With the, with the train. Yeah, and it all goes back in time. Oh, no. uh, I thought it was really cool. It starts really well because he it's like started in the 80s and it's filmed in like 80s cameras. And then when he goes through the train carriages, they go further back in time, each one he goes through. And then they come back up to where he was. Is this a re- like a recent film? Yeah. Just, just showing Julian, on Sky. Julian Pope or Julian... Uh, do you know that director? Oh, yeah. F- Julian Pope. Yeah. He wrote and directed it. The weird thing about it, though, I think it's a really strong start and it's really intriguing and gets you going. But I feel it tails off towards the end and the ending's pretty weak. It's just an odd ending. It's like a sort of... I'm not going to spoil it, but it's like a sort of a horror film ending. It's not actually that uplifting. It's meant to be, but it's a bit like, what? It's a bit like Daddy's Home 2. Watch Daddy's Home 2 the other day because I quite enjoyed Daddy's Home for for a broad, like, mainstream comedy. I I like Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's quite a decent playing the straight guy with Will Ferrell he's really good I thought they were good and Daddy's Home is funny and the casting for as with John Lithgow as uh, Will Ferrell's dad and Mel Gibson as Mark Wahlberg's dad that's genius that, that, and they're generally every, everyone has a really funny me and Caleb like laughed out loud like, like we lulled loads but again the ending you can tell they definitely did something fucked up with the ending and they just totally rushed it it was like what the fuck happened there we're like laughing away and there's like that's the end we'll meet up there and just something really rushed about it. I thought was COVID involved but I don't think it was no no that came out before COVID so I don't know what the excuse for that was but that was quite a good Christmas film that surprised me 
Johnny? Uh, what, uh, did I met, I watched, I think it was this week, uh, Wrath of Man. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Uh, with, yeah, um, silly. with Danny Dyer and Lou Ferrino. Uh, that was um, silly, wasn't it? But if, I mean, what's uh, a, a film about a chocolate factory, I thought it was good. No, it's obviously that- not. By uh, yeah, it's Guy, Guy Ritchie. It's Guy, Guy Ritchie, Ritchie uh, with the usual suspects. Statham. Yeah. But it, it, it's different from Guy Ritchie's normal uh, look, isn't it? It's, he's more going for sort of... Who's the guy that did Heat? Yeah, he's going for Michael Mann Yeah, Michael shit, Mann, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, worth a watch. It's free if you're already paying for Prime, I'd say. Have, and have it's a not one of his normal fucking... MacGuffin films where there's yeah like most of his films follow the, the pattern like so the f- Lockstock it was all about the guns it's like oh we've got to do this about the guns in the, the second uh, there with the MacGuffin in Snatch it was the diamonds exactly yeah. the same thing in Rock and Roller it was the paintings yeah. in, well, in The Gentleman yeah. it was the weed the business they had yeah. a business rather than as a MacGuffin rather thought, than an object I thought it was interesting that in this film Jason St. Reatham showed his gentle side <laughs> I, I like the way now. I like the way that they don't bother. Like, remember when he first yeah, got into? Yeah. No, when they first got into, he first got into Hollywood. They were they were getting him to do the like. We want him in Hollywood, American and accent. they make him do an American accent, and they yeah, just don't bother yeah, now. Yeah. They just don't bother now. They go, the lo- they just call him the limey. They go, like, yeah, yeah, ah, like, oh, the new limey guy. But then they had Trevor from EastEnders in it. Yeah, yeah, and the, the accent, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he was doing an Amer- uh, just a shit American accent. Here comes Jason Van Damme. He's he Canadian. Have, he may as well just done his fucking. <laughs> do you like gravy more accent? Because yeah. it would have just sounded more natural. Because if if they're gonna have an English guy in America doing a job, you can have Scottish people in America as well. I mean, that's so I don't know why they they choose to make certain people do accents when they can't do them. Yeah, but like. Uh, when they brought Van Damme in the, in the in the nineties, they go, "Oh, he's Canadian." <laughs> like, yeah, that's I like how they introduced characters that you thought were going to like do something or make it, and it's like, no, they just got killed. Like, <laughs> that was quite good. Because uh, it was it was kind it was a because there's another Guy Ritchie film coming out, isn't there? It's a cinema at the moment, it, um, and I thought it was the sequel to The Gentleman because it's got Hugh Grant. I was going to say Hugh Laurie. And it's got the, Hugh Grant. The guy, you know, the, the guy, the, the double cross, the, the guy that turns out. Oh, he's he's working with the. The robbers, it turns out, could not be in any. Could that be in any more obvious? Like the fucking, yeah, I know, yeah. the fucking ridiculous. Because the guy, he only plays one good guy. He's a good guy in Mindhunter. The guy, yes. he's like one of the people hunting uh, the series Mindhunter. Everything else, though, he's yeah, he's a he's a bad guy, and his lines couldn't have been delivered. It's like Guy Rich said, deliver your lines like it's obvious you're the bad guy, and everyone at home mm. will know. Like, yeah. and, he, and that's how he did it. Like, it's weird act, man. I pretended I like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched a great documentary this week as well uh, about Meow Wolf and it's an art collective in America so ages yeah. ago we saw this YouTube we have talked about it before yeah. not the documentary we've, we've talked, talked about Meow Wolf we've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. Meow Wolf no, yeah. so we've talked about Meow Wolf before and you go to these massive art projects but this documentary tells you all about them and how it began just do a quick recap uh, of what they are they're like weird art installations where people go in there like museum type things for adults like, yeah and like you pay a, money and it's got secret doorways loads of weird merchandise that they've created yeah. specifically for it There's one's an, a supermarket a fake supermarket in LA yeah. one's called the house of eternal return you go in this fake house and you go through the fridge and it goes into loads of and the UFO style. one and then you've got a UFO supermarket where everything's fucking su- like alien related like yeah and they're permanent art exhibit- exhibits that never go away every time you go you can have a different experience uh, yeah. by taking different and they do events routes. there as yeah. well like bands and stuff like that and they sell merch but this talked about how they began and who they were and they were like an art collective in America but it's quite an interesting story and uh, it goes into it and then they all came together and they all disappeared and some one of them died so it got them all back together but the first one they did the House of Eternal Return one of them kept saying you know 
knows George R. R. Martin and he was mm. going to get the money off him and you think oh yeah okay whatever and they actually did and they contacted him they made George R. R. Martin they pitched it to him what they were going to do and he gave him like a million quid he, like they said we need a million pound to buy this bowling alley to turn it into this permanent art exhibit because the reason they did that because before they did one other permanent one that was there for three months and they built a boat a whole boat and they got like people to donate to come and look around it. They put loads of art in it and crazy shit. And they made shit loads of money out of it. Like it was, it cost them like fifty thousand. They made like three hundred thousand or quite so a lot. So you said money. they borrowed a million off George R. R. Martin because I didn't see the whole documentary. But when I came in, they were talking about how they were going. Well, we're, we're making the business a five hundred million thing. We may as well make it a billion. All I know is that they're now it's now a yeah. billion dollar what, thing. They were meant to be a million. chaos. No one was in charge, and they could do anything they wanted but that sort of didn't lead to anything. So you do need someone in charge to guide yeah. it. And this guy took control and he was like, we need to do this, we need to do that. And yeah, and they got George R. Martin to give them the money and the money kept going up and they did the, the house of eternal return, this old bowling alley they brought in Santa Fe. And then it just kicked off, man. They made shitloads of money so, out of it. But from that initial it million, it's now a billion. Oh yeah, it? it's fucking, it's they've made billion, hundreds. Not, yeah. They've got like three of them now. Yeah. They've got the Convergence one, the new <laughs> one. They've got the one in, we said about the supermarket and this one. And they're doing it like, they're probably going to do another one soon because they're like Disneyland for adults. Yeah. You go around yeah. it and they've got like, I saw another one called I'd never seen this one before it's called Meow Wolf Kaleidoscope and it was like a sit on ride that you go round in and then you like shoot guns and that but it's all arty and weird as fuck the thing is as well because you know like the product the the cool thing is about it because I would actually you would buy the stuff if you went to it it's a cool thing to walk around anyway it's a good great experience but then the actual stuff they sell in there it's actual it's it's like cool stuff and it's like and it's like a little art yeah like a, a a sculpture in itself or whatever it's, it's yeah. limited stuff as well isn't it it's not like yeah. they're making loads of them it's only that exhibition it, or whatever it, it's sort of like Banksy on steroids yeah. like yeah, you know when really Banksy is, yeah. did Dismaland and all that stuff yeah, yeah. we've said that before but it's like the old, it's like the American version of Banksy you know they do things bigger and better yeah. Yeah. but like crazy Banksy there's no real message to it but obviously but there's so, no, so much detail in it isn't there? there's so much detail because there's stuff to go back and you can find little mess yeah. like this it's like a, a narrative it's, to yeah, it it's like um, like a really deep computer game they like talk Last about of Us that, or whatever like like. how they wanted to put a story in it as well yeah, so yeah. you can find the answers to the story and that make it all mysterious um, anyone else watch anything else Seb? Yeah, there's yeah. one uh, YouTube channel um, I recently found that I've, I think it's quite good it's called Be Weird um, they're BMXers um, and they're building a skate park but they're doing it in a really small space like a back garden um, and they've got a thing well one of the things they've got is like a port it's called the portal um, you remember when like skateboarders used to do loop the loop and all that it's like that on its side but they've built the whole garden and they, they keep building it into different ramps and it's so tight but, so the first sort of 10 minutes of the video is them just chatting and building different things in it and then the last sort of 5 minutes is them riding it um, I enjoy the riding bit the most because it's so self-contained but I just say yeah be weird have a look at that I can imagine you watching the ride mic going <laughs> no, no, riding, huh? no not really I'm joking yeah that's Sorry. exactly what are you, are you Are you in my house <laughs> yeah uh, uh, anyone watch anything yeah, else yes yeah, so <laughs> I so I said to Chris that I will take a suggestion because I because uh, about Venom I said I'll take a suggestion on watching it because uh the other thing you recommended was The Great. I, I touched on it last week. Said, oh, I've started watching yeah. that. And it is great. It really is. I've, uh, so I've, I've watched all the first season and um, started the... What's it on? Started Prime. The Great. It's on, wasn't it on Channel 4 it, as well? It was on Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, now it's now it's, it's watching it on there because it's, it's better quality on Prime and there's no adverts. So, yeah. So if you've got Prime, then uh, watch it on there. Uh, and it's great. The tone of it is so fucked up because it's... It's so funny. It's it's written so it's written with like very modern language, modern swear. It's sort of like what they did with Game of Thrones. So you've got a mixture of uh, like very formal and, and well written language, uh, like dialogue, Ooh. 
mixed it with like modern swear like saying like oh you stupid fat fuck and stuff like that and I mean it's unlike it people swore like that back in the day but it is uh, whilst Taunton's came about it it's a bit of like a mixture of like say Amanda Iannucci and yeah Game of Thrones sort of thing the the, the, the dialogue and everything um, but yeah the tone of it is it goes from like proper comedy to really dark stuff mm. going on but then it's yeah it's, it's strange the, the tone of it it's, it's but it's very good yeah all the acting's brilliant. Uh, Nicholas Holt's fucking mate, like and Elle He's Fanning. fucking brilliant, isn't he? And you go with him, don't you? Go with him, like you go. Oh, you're a cunt. You're a cunt. No, you're actually you're all right. No, you're not. Or oh, the bit where he goes, I promise not to kill any people. Yeah, I promise yeah. to kill less people. Yeah. <laughs> and when he meets up with uh, the Swedish king as well, like uh, Freddie Fox. Yeah. It's Freddie Fox. He played Jeremy Bamba or whatever. Is it Jeremy Bamba the one who killed all the people? White House Farm. I talked about that before. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's, it was it's, the same guy who played. Yeah. And he's he's good as well. Every, everyone in it's got staff, staff, staff from Stafflets Flats as the doctor, and then it, now it's yeah. got. Uh, Julian Barrett's now the doctor in the new series, isn't he? Stafflet's flats has gone, and Julian and Barrett's in they've it. They've got that the guy that I like who's got his his um, does his TikToks and um, YouTube stuff. You know that actor, yeah, comedy, yeah. Uh, Alistair Green. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, he's in it as well as like who's he? Some, but he's in it because he, he gets a thing stuck up his ass, so he ends up walking around. I miss, I fucking um, miss that bit. I can't remember him being. I know who he is. I, I just can't remember yeah, who he is. He's in, in a few episodes. And also, Doug, the the military guy, Doug Douglas Hodge. He's in Lost in Space. He he crops up in everything. He's he's an American. I I'm assuming he's American. I'm sure he's American. Um, he was in um, fucking what was it? Does he do an American accent? Well, that, uh, that's the thing. I assume I've seen him in more American things, so that so would. Work. And his, his, his British accent is very sort of like. Blah, 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 so he's putting on a British accent. But anyway, he's really. He could run the country. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does a good Boris. Uh, all the characters are great. They've all got excellent. Like, this, it's so funny, but then also uh, violent and everything else as well. Dark, violent, and it's got everything. It's all. Ticks all the boxes. I, 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 that's something I've really noticed. Like, so, like with Venom, that's a good example actually, because when they did like the second film, I'm not saying this is an Oscar-worthy film, by the way, but but they developed Venom. <laughs> so, like the yeah. internal dialogue Eddie Brock has with Venom, it's quite funny. Okay, it, yeah. you know, and it goes on. But that's also in The Witcher, the second series yes. of The Witcher. They've they've gone, oh, this bit works. This is how we're going to do it now, and it's much better than the first series. Uh, but yes, I watched the first episode of The Witcher, and I yeah, I, I, I enjoy that as well. But I haven't watched any more. Have you watched more? Uh, I've finished it. Oh, yeah, I've oh, finished okay, it yeah. over the weekend. Uh, yeah, and just another thing I want to say about the. Did you it? toss a coin to him? Toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing about the great, my I was talking to my brother about it yesterday. So he's he's got a mate in TV as well. Who knows? Uh, he knows Barry Shippies. I remember him talking about him before. He goes, oh, he knows Barry Shippies. You know Barry Shippies from yes, Charlie yeah, Brooker, yeah. yeah. He did something with him. But anyway, he goes, he's a he's a production assistant or something on The Great. He's, he's working oh, on the show, cool. yeah. So. Oh, cool. Does, so does he listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah, 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 of course he does. So, <laughs> Well, I've got a mate who's a runner. C-3PO. I'm not making it up. No, I've got, I've got a mate who's a runner on a show. Does he listen to the podcast? Well, no, my, but my brother's not making up, Barry. You're, you're yeah, but I'm not up. making up either. What? My mate, my best mate's a runner. Are you right, mate? I've got. You got to tell us a story about it then. Hey, has he got any tales or? No, I was just oh, saying. Okay, okay. It's just my brother just chucked in there. He goes, like, "Oh, my mate works in that show." I was like, oh, yeah, right, so cool. does my mate. Anyway, let's talk right, about Barry. something else. I mean, and that means nothing to the listener. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> is that what you're trying to say, Barry? I've got a friend in the television. <laughs> that woman with the glasses. Yeah, they keep looking at me. Right, have you? Heard, you're a big dating guy on the scene, uh, Greg. Oh, so let's move I'm on not. from stream or skip, and we've all talked about that. So you're a big dating guy. I want to talk about something. Have you heard of hardballing? 
No, sure tell me I'm more. Not sure so you've heard, of, you've heard of ghosting, you're haven't you? An orbit in. You had hardballing. Uh, no. Oh, uh, you need to watch out for this. I'll tell you what it is. Or maybe so, use it. There's a new dating trend that's emerged, and it's pretty brutal. Uh, hardballing, which has been made popular by Gen Z, involves being blunt and making expectations from a relationship clear from the start, and disregarding anyone who doesn't match those expectations. That is kind of what I, that's what I think in my head, but I'm too nice to do it. No, so but it's head, worth going, it. No, but they I'm actually going, say um, it. Yeah, I just, that's why I can't. Are you da- are you DTF? Um, that's that's why I need to be a bit more honest with. Uh, the the ladies oh. I'm talking to. Like, well, no, yeah, well, maybe I, was, we, I, was, I meant to be phoning her, phoning her tonight. I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but it's, just, it's inevitable. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to, I was going to try and phone her off the podcast. Are if you, you listening to this, inevitable gives uh, you wings. <laughs> you're a bit of a hard baller, don't you? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I have been. That's the thing, but I've, I've been known to like sort of fat shame. Girl. Remember, I fat shame that girl. I was like, well, that photo of you. When was it? There's a photo of you, a later photo, and you look completely different. If I'm, uh, if I'm honest, like, uh, well, you do look a bit like two stone heavier in this photo, and this. Other. I didn't mean to. I was just pointing out. Just that's the problem with hardballing. Like, yeah. I, I hardballed, yeah. So I have been known to do that, but then I felt fucking really bad. You don't even know you're doing but it. I think she may be one of our listeners still. So uh, you know, apologise. Listening, I'm, I apologise again. The new series of undateables. Now I'd like to do my uh, my Alanis Morissette medley. <clears throat> I'm cold and I'm hungry. I'm homeless and nowhere home. I'm there, but I'm not there really. But what it all boils down to? You know what medley is, right? It's lots of others. That's just one song. Yeah, He's behind I you. Done the okay, rest. Go, but what it all boils down to, my friend, is everything's gonna be fine, fine, fine. Cause I got one hand in my pocket and the other hand. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like rain and you're winning day. It's like a good event. It's when you're two minutes too late. Dogma. It's all the time that we could have spent. And who would have thought it's a jagged little pill? Thank you. Oh, you, you, be, you missed out. You should have squeezed in. What about those something dangling carrots? I don't know that one. Goodbye, Carrot. India. Goodbye, Providence. Goodbye, disillusionment. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. Do you think um, she used to perm her hair, or, she, or when she was a child, she just ate all her bread crusts? Well, she was a big. She had hits when she was 12 years old. Her biggest hit was hot when she was 12 years old. Uh, but she's like, just like. She's like those other ones that have just rolled off the Disney um, conveyor belt, isn't it? Like Justin sort Timberlake of. and all that. Like. And then she disappeared and came back when she was 18 and then crushed it. So she got very badly and then treated. Started wank- then started sucking off geezers in cinemas. No, not at all. Yeah, she did. That's one of her lyrics. So, does she go down on you in the theatre? That's one of her lyrics. <laughs> so next so year... So she obviously does. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though. The kitchen fucking stinks of uneaten pizza oh, and okay. broken dreams. Um, you should get that out. It's a fucking turkey and sage and turkey pizza. You know, that's seasonal. I'm going to eat it. Don't worry about that after this. I'm going to eat those wedges. So apparently next year on all quiz shows, you have to state your identity, uh, if you identify, uh, next year on all quiz shows, you have to state if you identify as a man or a woman. Have you heard about this? No. Uh, don't, don't you do don't that like in this. most places? Don't you identify as a man or woman? No, so I go, ask you male, female. So hi there. So you'd say, I go to you like, hi, what's your name? So Greg. This is Greg and... Yeah. 
and then uh, what you I identify as a man and I, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't need to say that I, I assume that you are, you identify as a man thank you Greg identifies oh. as a man yeah. but I mean it's kind <laughs> of an insult Greg it's kind of an insult to think this like and you identify as what, are you confused like so is there something about my voice and my appearance that confuses you and makes you think that I might be a woman yeah, that's kind you... of insulting <laughs> I would like you to think that just assume that I'm a man I don't feel like I should have to say that I'm a man I'm clearly a man I talk like a man I look like a man I'm you strong smell like, a man. like a woman. I, I smell like a woman. Some of those lesbians are very convincing <laughs> nowadays. Yes, I'm, and I'm blind, sir, so I'd like you to tell me whether you identify as. You could be blind, to be fair, so yeah. I identify as a woman. Hi, my name's John, and I identify as a woman. As a little old lady. Uh, Chris. Yes. What were you going to say? Um, I think I said it, I probably shouted it out. Okay. But um, you should. Why are they making us play identity politics? It, it really annoys me. To wind you up. It winds me up. Yeah. It what well, it does wind me up. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's a silly thing for me to get wound up. It's about trick you, make you think you're in a period when when really you're a bloke. So <laughs> didn't I write <laughs> like something really funny to, after that about a quiz show? And I can't remember what it is. Uh, I can't remember what it is either. No, it was hilarious. But I have got a, a big Christmas quiz I want to do, but the first thing I want to do is another little thing. Now, I want you all to think of a song, uh, and it's got to have the words County Jail in it. It's got to have the lyric County Jail, the word County Jail, and it can be anything around the lyric County Jail. Uh, I'm not going to go first because that will spoil it. Who wants to go first on this one? I'll, I'll have a bash at it. Okay, okay. after you. Well, I'm going to tell you a little tale. It started down in a county jail. We got arrested back in 63 for some bank job, me and little Willie. That's, that's what I've got. I mean, I could think, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where Chris, I was going. Be, I ain't going to smell because I already fell into the county jail. Oh, let's all have a knees up. Let's all have a knees up. Let's go down the county jail. Woo! Oh, he's, 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 like that. He's, he's very he's good. Sean was there. That's very good. Uh, Johnny? I can't remember why I woke up in county jail. But it rhymes perfectly with fail. I said, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, yeah. Johnny always reverts to his ooh, ah, ooh, ass. I know, he loves it in the showers. The old oh. county jails in the showers. Riding on down to the county jail to see my beauty and see my feel. Mm. I love my boy. See your I don't know how that doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense. Beau, my boy. Riding on down. <laughs> To see my blue, to see my blue, to oh, see yeah. my blue, my precious to see my dude. So, okay, this is we're going to play the. Uh, oh, I, want to, I want to slap a box. I got a Christmas quiz I want to do with you. you do so that. I'm going to give you uh, a Christmas Day television, and you've got to guess the year. Uh, so I'll start at six a.m. in the morning, and I'll go through each program, and then the first one to guess the year. Uh, and if you shout out a year, you don't have another go until everyone else has had a go, okay? So you can just go, if you go like, duh, 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 and then you can don't you, get another can go. Can you include the movie premiere, please? Yeah, yeah that'll get That's, we'll get that's how I'll get the year. So I'm going to start at 6 a.m. in the morning. So we started at 6 a.m. It's Christmas Day. Yep. Uh, and we started at 6 a.m. with Teddy Tubbies. 
Uh, don't remember if you shout it out, you don't get another go yeah, no, until not, them two no, go. So we're going. I'm just saying we're going. We're going late nineties, early two thousands uh, here. Obviously, whoa, 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 whoa. you don't don't have to no, start I'm not shouting out. I'm just saying that's the ballpark because you're giving Tubby's, these, you're giving these guys a clue. Thing, though, aren't I, I mean, <laughs> we're definitely going mid nineties. Oh here, shit! I should have listened. What did he yeah, say? Teddy Tubby's are still on TV now. Yeah, but so, I mean, yeah, but yeah. This maybe just don't okay. say anything until you know the year. Or maybe I'm trying to throw everyone off. Well, you could. But I'm the Teddy Tubby Satan. So six twenty-five a.m. We got Noddy and Toyland. Toyland. Seven twenty a.m. We got PJ's unfunny bunny Christmas. What the? F- Seven forty-five. Scrooge's koala Christmas. Eight ten. Album of the Chipmunks. Scrooge's koala Christmas. Yeah. Eight thirty-five a.m. To me, to you. Nine a.m. Rotten Ralph. The Chuckle Brothers. Nine thirty a.m. Teddy Tubbies. Ten a.m. Celebrate Christmas. Well, we're only on ten a.m. now. Yeah. Right here we start eleven a.m. Now we're getting serious. Eleven uh, a.m. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, is that the, the, the Richard, Richard Attenborough one? Okay. Okay. So now, now Twelve fifty-eight. Well done, Chris. Wins this round. Nineteen ninety-eight. What? Thank you. Well Fuck done, off. Chris. Amazing. That was nineteen ninety-eight. Are we so, doing so maths? You worked out. You worked out the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street was at the, in the cinema in nineteen ninety-five, and then it was really that. I'm sorry, I don't believe you, you knew. He was right. Yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. He's a serial offender. He's online. He's online. Yeah, this is. Yeah, fuck you, Okay, Chris. we're going to go for another I've year. I've got my hands in. Yeah, yeah, we know. Clever dick. Whatever. Right, this one might be a little bit harder. Okay, so 1942. Do the 1991 one. Okay. <laughs> what, what year? <laughs> I, looked, I looked at the premiers. Oh, that, was the, that was the year I was at the Going Live Roadshow and I had to arm wrestle. I looked, at all the, I looked at all the premieres. Oh, of... that's, he's talking about arm wrestling. I forgot, okay, I, here's I, another no, wait, year. Wait, I forgot one thing. When I took the, I took the mushrooms, then I got up the next morning and I said I felt really happy. But then mm. I think it is like, you know, Mario, when he takes the mushrooms. It's me, Mario. He takes the mushrooms and he gets really strong. I went to he do... He gets fast when he does mushrooms. No, no, he gets strong because he gets big. Sorry, yeah, big. Yeah. I went to pour the, uh, the juice Mario. into my uh, vape and I squeezed so hard, the top came off. Okay, uh, let's start at 8.30am with... I'll start at 8.30, I won't start as early this time. No. Uh, live and kick it on Christmas Day. Right, we're going 80s okay. here, then 80s or 90s. 9.58am the weather. At 10am the Giant Nativity Festival, festivity. Uh, at 10 1989. Wrong, you don't get another guess. Yes, of course. It's Gregor, oh, I'm happy with that. Gregor, Johnny. 10.45am. 92. Scrooge, 1970. Ninety seventy. You said ninety two. Yeah. Right. Could you get the next guess? He was wrong. Yeah. No. Okay. I just wanted to get this over with. Just uh, a number. Okay. Keep going. Twelve thirty p- five p.m. Christmas comedy cracker. The two Ronnies. One thirty p.m. Dad's army. Two p.m. Top of the pops. Three p.m. The Queen. Three ten p.m. Noel's Christmas pre- presents. Four o five p.m. Back to the Future uh, Three. Ooh. Is that premiere? Does it say premiere afterwards? It doesn't. <sighs> okay. 5.55pm news. 6.05pm only fools and horses. 7.30 EastEnders. 8 o'clock birds of a feather. 9 o'clock news. 9.10 premiere mm. ghost. Oh, okay. So ghost 91. So it's, no, no, no. This is this has got to be 93. Yep, 93. Yes. Congratulations. You know why? Because ghost came out in 1990 and everything premieres on TV three years after the cinema always did back in the day. Boom. Apart from Batman, which was in 1989, and it premiered in 91, it turns out. Okay, do you want one more that's going to so be even any, harder? So if any ladies out there listening are getting completely wet listening to Greg there, <laughs> he is sort of single, but it's complicated. I know my movies and the date. Okay, I'm going to give you one more. And uh, remember, if you chuck out a guess, you do not get another guess, and this will be the last one. So, uh, 10.05 a.m., Christmas morning family service, 11 o'clock, weather. 11.05, Noel Edmonds live, live Christmas breakfast show. Uh, 12.35pm Blue Murder at St Trinian's 
2 p.m. Top of the Pops Christmas special. 1982? No. Shit, it was 81, wasn't it? It's 80s, 3 p.m., The Queen. 3.10 p.m., Mary Poppins. Uh, 5.25 p.m., News and Weather. 5.30, Christmas Blankety Blank. 6.05, Heidi High. It's the premieres 6.30, Paul Daniels Magic Show. 7.25, Just Good Friends Special. 3.14. 8.55, The Two Ronnies. 10.05, Wogan. 10.55, 10.55, all-time great movies, films, some like it hot, no premiere, 12.50, weather, 12.55 p.m., closed down. Oh, so you've you read out one with no... You've got to read one out with a yeah. premiere. because No, no, no they said, look, a premieres are only a feature of the 90s. It's from the 90s onwards that they did a premiere. In the 80s and 70s, they didn't oh, maybe, do it. Yeah, so, okay. 86. Uh, okay, oh, there is a premiere. Oh, there we go. go on, it then. was Mary Poppins. What? 1964. Well, if that was so, so, then that would mean 1961. We're talking that about. Just says premiere on that oh, film. So, well, so. They never shown Mary Poppins on the Maybe TV it's until Disney, the f- though, isn't it? Oh, I don't a know. lot of Disney shit never used to get shown on because it was VHS mm. and all that. Wrong. Do you want to guess, Johnny? You can go. 83. No, Chris already said that. Round four. Your next guess, Chris. 17. 82. No. 86. No. Six and a half. 84. 84. Chris, you're right. You said 84. I said 84 earlier. We were just going through the 80s, weren't we? One of us is going to get it eventually. Um, I was close to start with. Yeah, but I said that The reason you think Mary Poppins was really old, do you not remember the Disney's thing called the Disney Vault? And they used to release their films twice in the cinema in the 80s. And it wasn't on VHS, was it? They used oh, to no, release no, them right, yes, uh, So a film yeah. like Mary Poppins would be like a premiere. It wouldn't be I, like... I'm sure I had it on VHS, so my parents would have recorded it off Ooh. TV. Like, But that must be 1984. Yeah. But then to saying that, I don't remember seeing it before 84. I don't remember watching Mary Poppins before 84, so that'll be it. There you so go. Uh, you yeah. don't want to do any more, do you? Uh, well, no, I mean, uh, no, the 91, the 90, I know the 91 We'll do it next week. We'll do it next year. I got one bit that um, <laughs> didn't quite make it into my Brown Bear Comedy Club, um, but I saw on Facebook this week people asking if anyone could recommend DJs for the 29th, the 30th or the 31st, and I thought, well, they'll all be available, won't they? <laughs> because everything's going to be shut down. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely will be. DJ G-Dog. Uh, I'll tell you what, one thing Greg wanted to do this week, because he did this last week, is Michael Bublé Christmas song. And he wasn't very pleased with his, how he did it last week, so he uh, thought he could do a lot better this week. So um, I want to just give Greg, take the floor, and fire away, Greg, with your Michael Bublé okay. Christmas song. St. Nicholas, Kris Kringle, reindeer's carols, Utah fruitcake, family tidings, birth spirit sleigh, Scrooge, snowman, rejoice Christmas tree, Jack Frost, uh, let's change it up a bit, um, think of another Christmas song, quick, uh, the tune of one. Festive Santa, Jolly Carolers, Nativity Stocking, Jesus Pinecone, Rudolph Ornaments, Saint. Well, they've repeated Saint Nick's Santa's Helpers, Santa's Workshop, Frosty the Snowman, North Pole, Plum Pudding, Christmas Tree Stand, Chestnuts Goose, Celebrate Elf, Celebrate Elf, Season's Greetings. Slay Scrooge Spirit Birth Presents Xmas Mistletoe yeah. There's nothing says Christmas more Than a Christmas tree stand Is there <laughs> Do I get a Christmas tree stand In there That's a beautiful no, There's nothing like A bit of buble At Christmas That's one of my favourite Buble songs About the Christmas tree stand <laughs> Christmas tree stands On a Christmas tree Put in the tree In the Christmas <laughs> tree stand It's funny Because it's true Chestnuts roasting on. Yeah, boy. Said, <laughs> yeah, boy. My mum said she was in the supermarket in the week um, and Liar. there was somebody 
uh, they said someone told one of the staff that someone's got COVID in the supermarket, so someone's coughing, and they put a thing on the tannoy and said, can the person with COVID please come to the checkout desk? And 16 people went to the checkout desk. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Should have saved that. <laughs> for what? Money, because it's true, Saved it? it for what? <laughs> the Bound Bell, of course. Maureen Lippman says comedy shouldn't be cancelled, but I don't know. What's your favourite time of day? Morning, uh, midday, or evening? Uh, evening. That's always a great question, I find. Evening. It really? I like it when the sun's gone down and I'm chilled out. Hot. I like, I've done all this day stuff. Because in the midday, it's like, oh, I've got stuff to do. Evening, you've eaten all your meals. And it's like, yeah, I'm stoned now. It's evening. All I've got to look forward to is TV and sleep. Midday, it's like, oh, got to get lunch. And then got to do something else. Get back for the chase. Oh, my God, got to get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast you've got the whole day to go so then obviously the, my favourite part's the end of the day when I've done everything and I'm stoned watching telly what about you Johnny yesterday hey Chris uh, morning oh you're a morning man he, um, he is he's I, I stayed off I stayed around his house and he was, yeah, he was there was he an early riser with his coffee going come on let's go catch that morning get the drone <laughs> my boy sure? let's go did he wake up with fluids obviously <clears throat> What would you feel like about going on a dinner date with for a first date, but you don't use a knife and fork? Would you ever do that? I don't tend to. Well, anyway. you go to McDonald's. Barbecue. Oh, good shout, Chris. You or got barbecue. me there. Hog roast, something like that. What? For- uh, or good shout. Uh, like a foreign a meal deal. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, a uh, meal deal. Chopsticks. Yeah. Good shout. There is a lot of food that you don't actually need a knife and fork for. So, yeah. thanks. You got me there, fellas. Every time, I always throw these out. My father gave me a wonderful bag made from Iraqi leather for Christmas. I said, thanks for the bag, Dad. Hey! Wow. You know it's sad me Somewhere online called, they want their joke back. Hey, come on. That's that a, a Christmas one. cracker. <laughs> okay, let me throw this one out for you. Uh, if you adopted or found out you had a child, what would you call it? What? It would depend on the time of the year. So if you were adopted if you and you were, found if you adopt, out... If you adopted yeah, a kid or yeah. you found out you had a child from someone you didn't know about and said, oh, this is your child, yeah. you need to name it. What would you call it? You Blocks. need to name it. It's not got a name. It's he's eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Give um, him a name. It depends what he looked like. I'd, uh, uh, yeah, if I'd, I'd pick a name that suited him, Mom? like like a nickname. Yeah, because you're in a good spot then because they've become who they are, and it's like oh that name. You know, some people their name doesn't suit them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't look like a Stan. But Grim, or, Grim, would you let him keep his name like Barry? Uh, <laughs> no, I'll change it. Yeah, I think something... he's trying to tell you something. No, I'm not trying to tell you anything. No, I'm I don't know. Yeah, I don't you... know. What? I don't, I'm, I'm confused now. What? Yeah, so, uh, I so, wanted to say... I'd say, yeah, Geronimo, something like that. Like, yes, yeah, so I call him uh, Ace. Like, Ace. Ace, you know, in, uh, Ace yeah. that's a good name. Blade. Yeah. Blade, yeah. Blade, yeah. Turbo. Turbo um, Champ. I, I just want to say, you know, when I went to the doctors, you said about making it Christmas themed. I went to the doctors and I was wheezy and not very good. And I did for a brief second. It was Obviously, it's the after effects of the COVID, but I thought, have I been reinfected? And they said, no, you've just got a bit of tinselitis. Nice. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's very Christmassy. Um, okay, another little bit of Christmas for you. He's quite the wheeze. Let's do our annual, we do this every year as well, just to finish off with a final improv uh, for me today, is our annual Christmas at Pandora improv. So I will be the sales advisor at Pandora, selling the items, and you three are the three men buying uh, your Pandora charms for your lovely ladies at Christmas. Uh, begin scene. 
Oh, you're right, mate. I was, yeah, my, my missus likes it. I don't know why she likes these. They're fucking tacky as fuck, aren't they? They're not even made out of like precious metals. They're just like little dogs, little dog shaped things and the odd little pearlescent like trinket yeah, thing. They're shit. I don't understand why they like right. them. You're right. No one's died getting this from a mine in exactly. some fucking African country. Yeah, you know where you no stand? The, the diamond standard, the gold standard, the diamond standard, you know, where someone's, loads of people have died to get that stone. No one's died. Yeah, yeah this is shit. Ding. I don't think girls actually like it. You're right, lads. I honestly thought there'd be more fanny in this shop. Yeah, you know, you know what? Here. Girls don't actually like it. It's just blokes. Just blokes come in here and buy this shit for girls, and they go, "Oh, I love it. I just want. I want the Scotty dog next year." Excuse lucky, me. Lucky charm. I'll tell you, you what. Be a lucky charm. If you got one to make her fucking disappear, do you lads want to go for a pint? Excuse me. Can I? Uh, help, can I help yeah, you, boys? Yeah. Shut up, woman. Oh. Let's go for a pint. Hey, lads, 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 misogyny. Yeah. yeah, boy. That was really horrible, guys. I thought you could do a much better job than that. That you was could, realistic. You could have That's talked what to the lady behind the counter. You could have asked her oh, about Oh, have you got one selling. of those shit things for my shit missus? You're like, see these fucking shit Pandora things? I, I can't put myself... Get your Barry. Let's have a look at As a method actor, I can't put myself in a, in a place where Pandora matters to anyone. Barry, what colours your hair as a woman? Get your tits out and I'll buy a horseshoe. Why did McDonald's stop using the styrofoam things for the burgers? Because uh, they'd they smell bad when you burn them. Oh. Well, you can't put cigarettes out on them properly. Huh. They just keep melting. Uh, I think, so they, yeah. I think it's because I threw a milkshake at a uh, McDonald's worker in um, up north once. No, so they kill penguins, obviously. Styrofoam kills penguins, fish. It kills animals. Flagging now. Only yeah. Fools, <laughs> David Jason said his favourite episode he ever did was Only Fools and Horses was Miami Twice. Do you remember that one? And that Where, one yeah. premiered in 1991. That was in yeah. <laughs> the telly earlier. Yeah. Because uh, that's one where he got to play. supposed to be the Godfather. He got yeah, to play the Godfather so and he got to play Del Boy. But he did actually um, get mistaken for a Godfather in real life, though. Why don't we do an really? improv ourselves of a new sitcom called Only Farts in Hearses? How does that work? Oh, nice. <laughs> What a worry, pass gas when I'm dead. As they do, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Let's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. We're here in London tonight. I uh, hope you've all got your PCR test done and you're wearing your mask. Because I know that the big what, man. Test one or antigen or what? The uh, one from the Ryanair, sir. <laughs> I was going to say because they, they don't do NHS. <laughs> all right, that's fine. You can come in, sit down. Okay. Uh, so yeah, hope you, everything's changing now, and we're yeah going over at the Crooked Billet in London. Uh, everyone sit down, I hope you're having a great time. My name's Steve and Mike Compare, I'll be your compare for this evening. And we've got a lot of great acts coming up for you this, tonight in the comedy club, so I hope you like comedy. And it's great to have live comedy back, and it's great to see a lot of you faces back. So, without further ado, let's get the show on the road, ladies and gentlemen. And please put your hands together for our first act tonight. He's a lovely young man. Uh, please put your hands together, give a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Johnny Rhubarb. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Rhubarb. The rhubarb triangle makes people disappear. Hello, London, how you doing? You all right? Yeah. Brilliant. Do what we're doing this week. I watched a programme about Harrods at Christmas, and they were talking about how great Harrods was in the 60s. You could buy baby elephants and lion cubs. How delightful. The rich used to go there and look at the animals. There was a camel and a handler said to one rich woman, one hump or two. <laughs> 
Imagine saying that over and over again, day in, day out, to stupid rich cunts while you mistreat animals and, God forbid, you sell one of these animals to one of these idiots. A couple of idiots bought a lion cub for their boutique in Chelsea and were given a leaflet on how to look after it. They sent it to a safari park in Africa shortly afterwards. Oh, I recall the 60s. We were very rich and you could stub your cigarettes out on paupers. How the children would jump around and scream. If you took a liking to them, you could pop them in your Bentley and fuck them right there on the King's Road. It was a different time. Not like now. You have to be so discreet. Tough crowd. I was looking at uh, my advent calendars this week. Yeah. A month of microdosing Christmases to get ready for the big day. The advent calendar dies on Christmas Eve, of course. The contents consumed and the elaborate packaging so cherished and adored. Well, the first couple of times after that is expected and nonetheless the packaging is off to landfill. A perfect effigy of Christmas. Consume and be consumed. Spend, 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 spend and give the credit to Santa, the jolly anagram of Satan, both with a penchant for red and little helpers. And what the blue blazes is going on with politics at the moment. He's fucking going to do it, isn't he? Come on, let's get Boris done. Of course Boris was the quiz master. <laughs> he never answers a fucking straight question. Boris does cosplay to divert attention away from his crimes. A Jester King, a Robert Barron, an eaten mess, a Bullingdon Trump. Welcome to the Tory party. MPs <laughs> wheeled out to gaslight and confused, bamboozled and amused. A Russian roulette with all the authority of Jesse fucking Smollett. Tories shit in the drinking water while blowing dog whistles and pointing fingers, dead pig fuckers with red bloody hands and the stench of death that lingers, Sweeney Todd's of Downing Street, Jack the Ripper's knee-deep in British <laughs> dead and foreign fucking foreigners <laughs> floating on the shores. The King Canutes of tides of corpses, pestilence, war, famine and death on the front bench, hidden behind a facade of incompetence, ghosts of past, present and future tense, lords of flies and frauds of lies, cognitive dissonance and porky pies, let them eat cake and booster shots. Don't look behind the curtain and witness the ruling class's burden of expenses, lobbying scandals as tax evasion, arms dealing, creative accounting, offshore banking and P.O. boxes, business meetings, cupboard fondles, Nan died alone. Who's Jesse Smollett? Why put the snowman on at Christmas when when the wind blows sums up post-Brexit, COVID, conservative Christmas perfectly? Stiff upper lip. Nan is stiff as a fucking board. Boris isn't mishandling the pandemic. He is Thanosing the housing shortage by wiping out half the population without even clicking a finger. If you were a last-minute Christmas shopper, I read about the Aztec death whistle sometimes described as the scream of a thousand corpses, the perfect stocking filler for the Tory bootlicker in your life. Insert joke here. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Joel. That was absolutely amazing. That was Johnny Rhubarb. He's like the Phil, new Phil Jupiter's great stuff there. So now we'll move on to the next Rhubarb. act. Rhubarb. 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 That's it. The crowd love Johnny Rhubarb. Uh, now we'll move on to the next act. He's a new guy on the scene. Uh, you may he's a great. He's a musical act, musical comedy. If you like a bit of musical comedy, so ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. Give a lovely warm welcome to Andre Botulism. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre Botulism. No, it's a- Andrew Botulism. Andrew Botulism. Okay. Contagious. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm not. It's, uh, it's not strictly. Uh, I'm not strictly a, a song. Uh, you know, the musical comedians. They what? have a guitar and they go. I'm gonna do you a s- funny song now. I was thinking about the Queen the other day, and then um, I thought that, that's really gay. I'm not one of them. I'm not doing that. I'm just singing a straight up song. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's a man in the front row showing a toe bone to me. Oh, that's nice, sir. Uh, 
Uh, do you get Toblerone? Tell us a joke. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm just, I'm just going to sing. Okay, fuck off. I'm just going to sing because I don't go and act. I'm just going to sing over you. Okay. Okay, but no. You know, I'm going to sing and it's going to be funny. I think one way or another, or maybe not. Do a funny Brilliant. song. Get on with it. Okay. Here we go. I'll do the music as well. Do, 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 do. Quando sono solo sogno loro tinte mancan le parole. Si lo so ci non che luce in una stanza quando il sole. I don't know the words. Se non ci sei tu con me, con me. Su le finestre. Nostra tutti co caia Gesù Tutti dentro me la luce che hai incontrato per strada <laughs> Canti bollocks la 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 No, I'm not going to do that. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered to sing the oh, song. Well, you should be on the X Factor. Uh, no, we'll do another Wasted. bit. I'll do another comedy bit. I'll do a bit. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. He was good. Um, you done? Yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, gentlemen, that was Andrew. I thought I'd try singing that, but I really can't be bothered to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Andrew Botulism. Something a bit different there. Comedy opera. It is comedy opera. Oh. Uh, absolutely brilliant stuff. I've never seen one do that comedy actually, opera. That's going to disappear from the, from the brown bear. I can, uh, I just I'm just going to Okay, it is comedy opera. Really good stuff there. So ladies and gentlemen, now on to our next Very act. Good. Please put your hands together. Give a lovely warm welcome to uh, Mr. T. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. T. I nearly clapped myself on there. Hello, my name is Mr. T. I'm an English comedian, not like the previous two. Um, London, it's expensive here, isn't it, for a drink? So hope you don't mind. I've brought a couple up on up on stage, a few little tins with me. So irony, hey? My name's Mr. T. My name's actually Mr. T. He, but seems a bit obvious for uh, comedy and a bit contrived. So. Just call me Mr. T. Um, why, you exclaim? Well, <laughs> give me a chance. Give me a chance. Slow down, everybody. I'll tell you. Um, slow down. Slow down. Okay. So you may have already realised that I cannot say my T's after C's. That's a fact for you. That one got me on a misconduct warning at work. They're very strict about these things. I got taken off an important project. Way to protect my finances, eh? Well, thanks to that, I'm now subject to debtors coming round. My checks are rejected. And sad times, it's affecting me at home as well. I can't get in a reckon. <laughs> anyway, three, three facts about me. One, if I remember something, I'll never forget it. Anyway, that's the end of my act. No, it isn't. Um, I just won't use C after T anymore. So... I've been drinking this beer lately. Here it is, this tin here. Um, it tastes a bit flat and it's cheap, basically. That's B&M craft beer for you. I went in there just for sweets. Um, they don't have any topics, do they, G-Dog? Um, but they have all, all the Haribo. So anyway, I always get sucked into looking at their beers because they're ones I've not seen before. And look at this one I've got here. This in the brown bottle. It's Scrooge, so that's what I've 
been fueling my act with tonight and it's festive so i've been also suckered into this look at this horrendous garish can um and what i always do and i'm like oh this is a bit flat because i can be a bit of a snob with my um with my beer i always look at it and say what's the makeup and on here it says um all the ingredients and all they do is sort of reinforce my bias basically it goes malty bitter fruity floral sour spicy but none of it actually correlates with what's inside but the real bit of gold is on here because it's got um like a message that it says so um the first off the taste description I won't loiter too much on this i know not the taste description the actual their message and it says um we at craft nation to celebrate diversity we first need to accept See, I nearly tripped up there. Um, it's here. So share a beer with someone out of your comfort zone and strike up a conversation. We find you might have more in common than you think. So I, I took that advice earlier because I've now got through about, I don't know, 20 of these cans. And when I was just on a few, I thought, okay, so it's a bit trite, but I can be quite cynical. So I thought I'll challenge my own, my own cynicism here and went and got another few cans and then thought right go and drinking with people who i might not necessarily connect with so i went to the mosque and i i got through about six cans when they just weren't like i kept showing them like no no this is like look it says on here craft nation celebrate diversity and they told me to get out of there so on reflection i thought well maybe that's probably not the best place to go so i went to the women's refuge um I had about another four cans there but banging to let me in they just wouldn't let me in so then i went to the cubs the brownies guides i went to the women's institute and then i went to sell sent elton of john's uh, school for glasses um cheers um i'm mr t good night no john thank you very much that was mr t cracking stuff there I haven't seen him before but he's a lovely guy do really know, good right. stuff uh amazing stuff uh absolutely cracking guy uh we have got a, we will slip it tonight we've got a bonus act we're slipping him right at the very end ladies and gentlemen for you uh another act but uh first we uh, next act please put your hands what, together one joke warren one joke warren. okay next act please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to chris williams ladies and gentlemen mr chris williams oh. hi everyone my name's chris williams um, how are you all doing? Uh, sorry, the sort yeah, of getting right like last week when they keep uh, people trying to drop me on the mat. So, uh, Christmas, what's that all about then? Oh, what a headache that is, isn't it? So, it starts earlier every year. I don't know if anyone's noticed. It always seems to start in August uh, when you go around Tesco's and they've got the Christmas cards out already. And it's like, oh, here it is again. But I thought how it's a strange thing, isn't it? Because uh, you have to um, get. So you're buying presents for people that can buy stuff themselves because uh, they're older and and you get to put a tree in your house. <laughs> uh, but really, it's for the kids, isn't it, Christmas? It's all about the little ones. Uh, so I remember when I was a kid and I wanted um, stuff, my mum and dad got me a bike. Uh, but then when you get older, uh, kids want stuff from you and you have to try and get the money to get it and so this year my little james he was been asking me for a switch and i don't know if you know what that is nintendo switch yeah. um yeah you know what that is so uh i was i said well i'll, I'll look for one and I, I hunted around and managed to get him one and i wrapped him up a nintendo switch that's weird isn't it ladies you're wrapping things up and putting them in um packaging so i gave him this nintendo switch for christmas <laughs> it's fucking weird 
<laughs> Crazy. And uh, they opened that on Christmas Day. And then we had a turkey. We don't normally eat turkey throughout the year, but on Christmas Day we eat no, turkey. Eats turkey. And that's they? weird, isn't it? Like eating turkey a American. day when you have turkey. Cool. I don't think anyone really thinks about... I think we all do it, but no one actually thinks about it's how... Dry. It's really odd. dry. It's a very dry... Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's a very dry bird. Uh, I don't really think people think about how uh, do the observations. No one really observes. Wait a minute. They fly in America, no don't they? Has turkeys. Observations about what Christmas is doing. So, uh, when else are you use cranberry stuff? Then, juice? thank you, sir. Uh, but then you have to like hang decorations up in your house. It's like, well, why am I hanging decorations up in my house? I'm writing cards to people. Um, a lot of strange. Because of the Victorians, they invented Christmas as we understand it today. Oh, it's a okay, waste of then. trees and paper, isn't it? All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I was Chris Williams. Good night. That was lovely stuff there, Chris Williams. Some great observations about Christmas there. Uh, some stuff. Yeah, it's pretty weird when you think about it, isn't it? Uh, so anyway, we've got a final lap here tonight. Uh, you saw him earlier. He tried to do Andrew <laughs> Botticelli. Uh, Andrew Botticelli. He couldn't really pull it off very well, but he's asked to. He's asked to come back to do a oh, final. No. A final act, and he's called. Uh, he made my mum cry. Right, killed my dog. One joke, Warren. One joke, Warren, ladies and gentlemen. So please give him one more <laughs> chance. I'm really sorry about earlier the Andrew Botticelli singing thing he did, but he's uh, that now with one joke, Warren. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, it's one joke, Warren. So, um, obviously, Christmas, right? <laughs> you got the movies on all the time. Um, I was uh, last Christmas. I was watching. Uh, I, was, I was around my parents' house, and it was about midnight. And uh, Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane came on the TV. Oh, Citizen Kane <laughs> sounds like a porno version, doesn't it? Of uh, Citizen Kane. No, Citizen Kane came on the t- came on the no. Citizen Kane was on the t- <laughs> <laughs> Citizen Kane was. Um, so that was one drop. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me do the joke. I so, that was a joke. So I was watching Citizen Kane around my parents' house, and I was like, <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. That's because. Because it's already been made, you can't. That'd be copying. Uh, if you made the same, if you made a film like Citizen Kane, it wouldn't be very original, would it? That's why they don't make them like that anymore. That was one joke, Warren. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got one yeah. more, another little yeah. bonus act here. Someone else coming up. It's Brian Cox's uh, brother, Ryan. Ryan Cox, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands up for Ryan Cox. Hiya, it's me, Brian Cox's brother, Ryan. You probably know my pop star scientist brother for his work on the universe, but that's only a drop in the ocean compared to the multiverse. In an infinite multiverse, there are infinite possibilities. There is, for example, one alternate universe where the letter D does not exist. In that universe, the equaliser stars Iwa-Wuwa. The Queen Vic landlord is played by Annie Ayer. In fact, the Queen Vic, Anno, a player in the Aya. In one universe, they're making a film about Casino. It's directed by Martin Scorsese. Imagine a world where Jimmy Carr isn't a comedian, but a car salesman. And every time he tries to start a car, it goes, ha, 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 ha. I'm Brian Cox's brother, Ryan. Thank you very much, John. That was another bonus act. And do you know what? We're going to slip in one more for you. And it's uh, Jackie the Elf. Frosty Jackie the Elf. Here she comes, there, gentlemen. Frosty Jackie. Hello. I'm Frosty Jackie the Elf. I invented motorbikes and skateboarding. Um, I didn't just stay up in the North Pole wrapping presents, but here I am. So, did you know 
where reindeer comes from. Now, we, I, I think we've touched on it at different times earlier. So, does it come from drinking the piss of deer after I've had mushrooms? Oh, or was it in Denmark in 1171, when it was ruled by King Guarda, who was known for his exercises, he stuffed reindeer. No, no, he stuffed <laughs> reindeer. I, I, I'm disgusted by this, because I work with reindeer, but he stuffed them and ate one for his dinner. Um, and he had the dearest rain, because he was so exuberant. Or was it what Mrs. Paula Stibbins would say when her husband would ask what the weather was like? Oh, reindeer was the headline in October the 24th, in 1972 edition of the Portland Press. Washington, when deer from a storm in Oklahoma dropped, it's not really important, it isn't important, reindeer. Anyway, Christmas jokes, so Christmas jokes, here we go, cracker, bang, wallop. Okay, who gets a sack every time he goes to work? It's Father Christmas, isn't it? We all know that one. But another one we like to say is what's a dog's favourite carol? It's Bark the Herald Angels Sing. <laughs> um, joke, why did nobody bid for Rudolph and Blitzel on eBay? Because they were too dear. <coughs> Um, how does an Eskimo fix his broken home? He glues it! Come on, people! What do you do if you cross a snowman and a vampire? <coughs> Frostbite. And then what kind of paper likes music? I'm just trying to think. It's wrapping paper. So, reindeer was also what the new tie bride of recently divorced Wayne Rooney would have exclaimed <coughs> when they were drinking together. Well, I had 2023 in mind for that one. I didn't expect to be up tonight, so thanks very much. Thanks for everyone at this club. Fantastic Ooh, club. Yeah. Have a lovely Christmas. Jackie the Old And I'm back to the North Pole. Bye-bye. Absolutely amazing. But you know what? We've got another act coming up. This is Christmas, everybody. They're coming thick and fast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's God's Drill Bit. Put your hands together for God's Drill Hello Bit. Hello there, everybody. I'm God's Drill Bit. My voice is very growly and uh, no, it sounds like God's drill bit. Also, my my name's kind of a spoonerism on another comedian's name. So I'm going to throw my act out to the crowd. Um, I'm, I'm quite angry, as you can, when I'm not angry, but loud and annoying. Um, so anyone out in the crowd... No, just out comedy. What do you want me to talk about? Mince pie. Talk about mince pie. Mince pies. I I don't understand mince pies. There's no mince meat in them. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're what? What have they got in them? Fr fruit. They've got little bits of fruit. They taste disgusting. No one likes. No one likes them. Nobody likes mince pies, do they? Does anyone like mince pies? Do you like mince pies down there in the front? No, there's no mincemeat in them. They're shit. Anyone else, any other Christmas thing that I can make really funny? Uh, me, God's drill bit. The Queen's speech is... The um... Queen's speech. That's only ten minutes long. It's it's not as good as... I tell you what, the, the Queen's speech isn't as good as the King's speech, is it? I've won a couple of Oscars. <laughs> that that uh, Colin Firth fellow was very good in it. Uh, fellow, was it Colin Firth fellow? Oh. That Colin Firth fellow was very good. And Jeffrey Rush playing the guy who teach him how to speak. 
I, I much prefer the King's speech to the Queen's speech. The Queen's speech is shit. She's just moaning about how shitty Stenders is now, how many, her husband being dead. I guess that's what it'll be this year. It's like, oh, now Philip's gone. Oh, well. I'm 98, or I'll be gone next year. Don't worry. I don't think the, I don't think the Queen's bothered about um, the state of the world. I think she's just worried that it, this is her last Christmas. And have you ever thought about how shit it must be having uh, Christmas at Buckingham Palace, or uh, being a, a royal for 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 Christmas? It must. It must be shit. <laughs> it must be shit to be a royal at Christmas. I'll go, go and hang out with my pedo uncles. I've got all the money in the world and the status, but your uncle's a pedo or your son, I don't know. Anyway, I've been God's drill bit. Thank Good you very much, Sir Gentlemen. That was God's drill bit. That was all the act tonight. But you know what? We've got one more act. There's a guy who's been standing. Thank God's drill bit. There's a guy who's been standing out the back there watching all the acts and he's jumped in, ladies and gentlemen. He just asked for a quick warm-up, a quick final set on the stage. Uh, and it's John Bishop, ladies and gentlemen. So please uh, put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to John Bishop. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. John Bishop. Hiya. It's me, John Bishop. Uh, lovely to be here at Crooked Billet. Uh, I'm a football fan. Uh, being an England supporter is like being the over-optimistic parents of the fat kid on sports day. Uh, I'm a dad as well. Uh, it must be cool having a dad who's a comedian. I overheard a friend say, "No, came back my son's reply. He's a knob." But I like dealing with my teenage son. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure the same kid comes home each night. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, I think that's yours, John. I remember when I, I met my idol. Uh, I've been privileged to get to know Kenny Dalgleish, and I call him a friend. Though his lawyer would probably just call me a stalker. I don't know why, just because I was in his garden. <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, original acts at the Brown Bear, please, mate. On keeping fit. Uh, all, right, all your own jokes. There are some muscles I don't think I need my personal trainer to find. I won't be using them at my age anyway. Um, you're trying too hard, John. You're trying too hard. I, so this is Christmas. I'm, <laughs> I performed in front of the uh, comic legend Ken Dodd. It was like trying to make Did love you? to your wife in front of a porn star. I'm doing my best here. I know you can probably don't do better. Don't mean Ken dead. But I don't look at me like that. Uh, Did he? On marriage. <laughs> my wife wanted a new fridge Did because he? I like sex. I said, yeah. Hey, I don't think... Doddy. Doddy's repeated your Audience, uh, sorry, if you're going <laughs> to heckle me, I'm not going to continue with my joke. Sorry, Did guys. Uh, sorry, John. Uh, oh, sorry about John. Sorry about uh, Audience, please, if you're going to come to the Crooked Billet, can you keep it down? Uh, you're quiet during the rest of the acts. We have a main act, that's John Bishop, and you and just talk all the way through him. So uh, that's the end of this evening's <laughs> acts. Uh, uh, thank you everyone for coming sorry I'm a bit yeah. thrown off there I'm going to yeah. talk to John backstage yeah. it was a lovely night and have a lovely uh, New Year's Eve and uh, see you soon let's come tonight look after yourselves take care yeah. hi everyone thank you for listening to this week's uh, podcast sorry if it's a bit low energy well we did our best fuck it Christmas isn't it uh, it's Christmas uh, I've been Ben that's been Greg au revoir I've been Gregoire muscle tough you bastards happy Christmas that's been Chris Chris And that's been Johnny <laughs> I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas Feliz Navidad It's over now How about getting off of these antibiotics